2: Hello, and welcome to the Married at First Sight Rehap Up. I'm Asia, and as always, I am joined by my awesome co-host, Jason. Jason, how are you doing?
1: Asia, I'm doing fantastic. Um, I think the really good news coming into this episode is if you want to hear our thoughts about the first about 20 or so minutes of the show, just go back to last week and listen to the end of our podcast, because they basically show the same footage (laughs) over again. Those are our thoughts.
2: (laughs) Yeah, they said, uh, look, we need to fill out two hours and we're not quite sure what to do with the first 20 minutes. So we're just going to replay and hope no one notices. I mean, it'll be fine, right? It's wild. Um, But we're not here alone. We are So we're here to talk about, you know, season 14, episode four. And we just had to bring on an awesome guest, one of our favorite guests of the podcast. Um, She's been on a couple of times in the past season or or last season. And I just love your insights. I'm so glad to have you back. We do have the wonderful Sarah Carradine. Sarah, how are you doing? I'm
3: doing very well. And I'm not taking off my microphone. I'm not walking away. I'm not walking away. I'm not walking away. <laughs> how, are, good, how are you good. all doing? I'm so happy to be speaking to you from the lands of the Gadigal people of the Aora Nation. Sovereignty was never ceded. This always was and always will be Aboriginal land.
2: Nice. So so how have you been doing?
3: I have been plunging into the waters of Boston. I've been practicing my Boston accent. I've been packing the can, have it, yad. Uh, I have been amazed by this group of people, so different from the previous season, Um, F'd in the H, uh, in very, very different ways from the way our previous uh, couples were. So I, I was surprisingly thrilled to see Doctor Pepper again. I had a little, I had a little tear. I thought, oh, I didn't realise I missed her so much. Um, not so much the <laughs> other two, but uh, but I do, I do like me some uh, peppery Doctor Pepper. So, and I'm really been so excited to listen to the two of you breaking down all the episodes so far. And I think, as I messaged you a moment moments ago, I, I have thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> right. what, so uh, many thoughts. What is what is going on? I don't know,
1: <laughs> Sarah. I'm, I, gotta, I'm so, I gotta
2: hear you.
1: Oh, I'm so happy that you're back on the show. Every when you know, before I was a co-host, I was a listener and uh, occasional contributor, and I always just love your episodes because you come on here, and you dig so deep into the people. Yes. I just love the analysis. I want to call you Doc, but I don't Ooh. know if you'll appreciate that or not because I feel like you're like a psychiatrist, <laughs> like digging deep into to these people's psyches, but. I don't know. Sure. I just I love your analysis of all the people. <laughs> in the show.
3: Yes, I did. I did hey, get have- a, a private message from someone after I did the deep dive into you oh. know uh, narcissism one hundred and one, how to be a narcissist and <laughs> yes. have a spot one. And I did get a private message from someone, a woman, saying, "Oh yes, thank you so much. Yes, I just broke up with him. I went well. Yeah, good, good for you. Oh, wow. <laughs> I have no qualifications. Yeah. I." Finished high school. That's it. Um, but uh, yeah. I, I've lived a, a few years and I've met a few people. So I just draw on that.
2: <laughs> hey, I, I, I say we, we coin it Dr. Sarah from here on out. You yes, know, you're, other you're podcasts, you can be Sarah Carradine. But this one, <laughs> you're Dr. Sarah. I'll take that. Thank you there very much. You're an expert for the
3: and,
1: podcast, and spe- <laughs> which will show up more <laughs> than the experts on this show.
0: Oh, my God. Right.
3: What honestly, are doing? <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I don't, honestly, uh, Jason. I don't know if you've seen Australian uh, Married at First Sight. Uh, in Australia, they actively put people together who aren't matches. Um, this, this was, was not awesome. something I expected from the Americans, so I, I have I have thoughts.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. I haven't right. watched the Australian version, but I gotta say, I just feel like yeah. the experts should be at the wedding. I feel mm-hmm. that, and I feel that before
2: the couple go point.
1: off on the honeymoon, they should have a meeting with one of the experts. And you know, mm-hmm. the experts should like you know, hey, just make sure you keep your your you know expectations in check. Don't you know go crazy. just give them some advice before they go off on the honeymoon.
2: Yeah, it can't hurt. You know, if anything. It's going to benefit them. It for for some it may just be like a simple check-in. Y'all are doing great and they can get that validation or it can really help some of these people before they go just get a free trip to Puerto Rico.
1: Sarah. I think she's talking to you, Alyssa. <laughs>
2: right? But but speaking of the Boston accent, Sarah, I have to hear you say Mark the Shark. Mark the Shark? There we go. <laughs> I just want to, want to clip that. Um, but awesome. So before we dive into the episode, I do want to shout out some five-star ratings we have received. Um, so if you are listening to this podcast and you're enjoying what you hear, definitely go out to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave us a rating and review. We'd love to hear what you guys think. we love to know that y'all are listening. So one that I'm going to shout out first is from gant0115. It's titled Hilarious. I thoroughly enjoy the back and forth between Asia and Jason. I look forward to this podcast every week. So thank you. Uh, Thank you, Gabby. Somehow I know who this is, even though I just have a a username here. Um, But thank you so much, Gabby. I appreciate it.
1: Uh, yeah, so I also wanted to like kind of highlight one of our reviews. Um, so this one is from uh, looks like Giant Amphoros. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but the uh, title is "Favorite New Rhab Up." Uh, it says I'm so glad that Rhab started doing a Married at First Sight recap. It's my favorite Hap of the week. I so need a breakdown of the show afterwards, and I'm thrilled that it's now a weekly podcast. I am also super happy to get Jason cynical but invested takes every episode this season, and he was my favorite guest last season. Though I will miss Amy. Join the club. Uh, I am constantly ranting complaints to Asia in my mind. I also appreciate getting the social media updates as I stay off of it for the most part. So I need the news. Keep it up. We definitely will. Uh, I was a little uh, taken aback by the mentioning of me being cynical, but then I did remember (laughs) that I'm ranking most of these people as ones every week. So I guess you're accurate there. So kudos to you. Five stars for your five star review.
3: Yeah, and wasn't it last week <laughs> right. that you took a one to a two and then took it back?
0: <laughs> uh, well, that was a week before. I, I did. I
1: think I did take up Mark and Lindsay to a two last week. No, who was it last? No, it was Elijah Wanakatine. I took up to a two last week. I did almost give a two to Mark and Lindsay, but I did take it back.
2: <laughs> right. so hey maybe with these uh with these reviews we can learn a little bit about ourselves
1: yeah. <laughs> maybe we are do some <laughs> self-introspection
3: yes yes we, right. we are we, as we examine these these brides and grooms perhaps the listeners examine us
2: oh right very very ch- see next level sarah dr sarah <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I also want to shout out there. We are now taking in questions through a Google form. So definitely go follow Jason and I on Twitter. And we are going to be tweeting this form so that you can send in your questions and then we can go through them throughout the podcast and we can give you a little shout out. So multiple ways to to, to just get your voice on the podcast to, to to be heard and to get our opinion. So um, definitely keep a lookout for that because we'll be posting those weekly. And for um, all those on the right. on the
1: RHAP uh Discord, we also have a new channel over there now. Uh for just for now. Yes. So if you're on the RHAP Discord, uh we're there too, so you can interact with us there. We have multiple ways to interact with us and let us know your feelings about these yes. crazy people on this crazy show.
2: Yes, and that's if you're a patron of Rob Has a Podcast. So now is the best time, if ever, to, well, maybe wait for the 1st. Wait till for February 1st. Become a patron of Rob Has a Podcast. Rob has a website.com slash patron. And you can, enjoy, uh, you can enjoy all of the benefits of being a RHAP patron, but one of the best ones would be to interact with us on that new Discord channel. So let's dive in, y'all. I mean, I kind of get the vibe of how you feel about this season so far, Sarah, but just just without, before going into any specifics, are you enjoying the season so far, especially compared to last season? Yeah,
3: very much. I mean, last season, um, I was very clear about my feelings about, um, uh, whatever his name was, I've blanked him from my memory, but I think his name was Jose. Uh, I was, I felt that she was in danger, and I worried for the mental health of someone. Whereas here, they're just being um, less than perfect human beings, as we all are, in the pressure cooker of yeah. a reality television show with high expectations leading to huge crashes. And so that's much more enjoyable (laughs) if I'm not concerned about the actual safety of any of them, which I'm not.
2: Right. Nice. Well, that's good. That's a step in the right direction, Mm. I will say. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So first couple, we're kind of, We're going to get a few couples out of the way because there is some meat and potatoes in at least for sure, two of these couples. And then, you know, you have like the appetizer with another couple. But if we want to get, you know, we want to get rid of like the bread that you eat at the beginning. Like, you know, you take a bite of cracker or something before you get your appetizer. We're going to just go ahead and dive into uh, Jasmine and Michael.
3: Ah, uh, what so, a couple! What a yes. couple! Um, <laughs> right. Unfortunately, if you're really happy and everything's going really well, you don't get a lot of screen time.
2: Yeah, that's the unfortunate part that like, you you really like a couple, you want to see that romance, and then boom, you 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 don't see them. Mm-hmm.
3: I, I I really like this couple. Uh, he's cautious and protects himself by being slightly pessimistic. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But there was a moment in the morning they woke up and he looked at her and he asked her how she slept. And to me this was so gracious and so tender and so domestic in the best way in in mm-hmm. that the first thing that he asked her, well, the first thing, you know, again, it's an edited television show, but the first thing she sh- he's shown asking her on their first morning is how she slept. And this made me feel like, he uh, cared for her very much, and then he immediately didn't want to even play about her not taking his last name. Eh.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It, it, it was a weird situation because, yes, we get them waking up. They're eating this breakfast in bed. He he gave her the black coffee or he likes his, black, his coffee black? He likes his coffee black. And she's not a fan. Not a fan. Right. I mean, and so then... I was going to say,
1: it's like, it's the banter, like, for me, like, the back and forth. Yes. They're talking like a a couple that's been married for, like, a few years now. Like, they just, it's so effortless and so easy. Mm -hmm. That's what I think I like most about them. Like, she's really kind of opened him up already. Like, it's been, what, two days? Mm -hmm. And they're already cracking jokes with each other, which I, I get the feeling that he doesn't do with a lot of people, like, especially strangers. Right. So I think for her to have gotten that out of him so soon is a really good sign.
3: Yeah, I, yeah. I, I absolutely. And I think it shows, I mean, all of them, all 10 of them are saying, I'm ready for this. But I think what you just <laughs> said, then Jason actually shows that Michael actually is ready for this, that he has put himself in this situation and has the intention and the ability to follow it through.
2: Yeah, and so, like you mentioned, that uh, she, they brought, he brought up his last name and asking her, like, "Do you know what your new last name is?" And she's like, "Well, what if I wanted you to take my last name?" <laughs> it's like, "Hey, Jasmina has a point. It is twenty twenty two. That could that could happen."
1: Yeah, that seemed like but a no go <laughs> for him, though.
3: Oh, it was an <laughs> absolute no go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, still he did not like venturingly, but it was full stop, period. No, so you
2: know, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I mean. Does this play to the fact that like b- at the beginning of the season, we were thinking he was pretty serious and like, you know, didn't did we want to see that joking side of him? Do you think this was a situation where it's just like, is he going to be like this with a lot of things or is just like the last name is not what you play with?
1: I just think there'll be certain things that are non-negotiables, maybe. I think maybe that's mm-hmm. it. Like. You know uh, there's probably gonna be more we find out that are like non-negotiables but that's only like yeah no the yeah. last name thing is a non negotiable you can joke about it, but you know yeah that, that's a, that's not gonna happen
3: <laughs> and look yeah. in some ways it's it's actually easier to negotiate with someone who says this far and no further this is a no this is something to be discussed mm-hmm. But the other thing that occurred to me is and and given that his um sisters said that he is um you know tends to the pessimistic it may also be that he tends to the no absolute full stop and so what you do is Uh you immediately stop discussing that matter and then a few days later you say oh you know darling i was thinking about you changing your last name to mine and what that would mean Uh No, he says, so you leave it a week. I mean, if it's something that you really yeah. want, <laughs> yeah. there are a series of positionings that you can do with him. Um, I mm-hmm. think arguing it, it, so he can, you can banter, you can discuss, and when he yeah. – he, this is just my what I'm gleaning from what I'm being shown from an edited version mm-hmm. of him, but that when he says no, you stop, you don't push anymore, you leave it alone. But I think that there's something in him that's so – attractive tender good thoughtful mm-hmm. that you can probably return to these not negotiables and just see if there's a negotiation gotcha yeah, and like when you say yeah, like I it's, it's like-,
1: like you it's a it's a no like it's not an aggressive no i think he'll just shut down right. like he won't get yeah he won't get uh you know mean or aggressive about it he'll just shut down and you don't want that mm. you know from your partner but you know when to push and when to not mm. Right. It 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 probably has a propensity to shut down a little bit. I think that's what it is.
2: Yeah. My thing was that, like, I felt like she was 100% joking. It wasn't yeah. like an 80% and then like, oh, I kind of do want you. But I think for him, it was like, oh, wait, I don't even want to joke about that because I wouldn't want that to be any kind of reality. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like she's a very sarcastic person. And I feel like there are going to be moments when she's completely joking and then he takes it seriously. And then it's like, dang, why you, Why did you ruin the moment? Yeah.
1: Yeah. We're just joking. they talked about that before. Like, I think he even mentioned... Uh, in one of the other episodes, he says, you know, I'm the last of my name. So I think that mm-hmm. that is like of paramount importance to him to, you know, as a lot of people say on this show and on some of the other shows, I want to uh, leave a legacy, mm-hmm. which is like, yeah. you know, a big thing on these shows. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that's they probably even talked about that before. Like, yeah, that's a big thing. You have to take my last name. Yeah. Like, yeah. A, a yeah. But yeah, she, I think she was just totally joking. And it was, yeah. it was just a funny little moment. He got like Dead serious for a second, and then yeah. they just moved
2: on. Second, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he's gonna learn, or she's gonna learn those points for him. Mm-hmm. And it's just gonna over time. She'll learn what what can be what topics she can joke about and what she can't. Yeah. And I think it was that was just like a smidge of one of them. <laughs> she can't. <laughs> Um, So then we, you know, with the overall structure of all the couples, they, you know, they woke up from their their night, their wedding night. And then they met with uh, their spouses, families and and friends. And then later they're going to find out that they are going to Puerto Rico for their honeymoon. So with uh, Jasmina and Michael, she met with his sisters. We already know his sisters love her already. Um, We do find out that they had they did not consummate their marriage, which I don't think was a huge surprise. Um, And then she learned a few things from them, like when he's angry, he's just going to walk off, calm down. So now she can kind of put that in her pocket so she doesn't think that he's like abandoning her or anything like we saw a little of that last season. Um, And then she learns a big piece that's kind of pivotal to what we're going to talk about later is that they tell her that he always assumes the worst. And she's like, well, she's thinking to herself like, OK, that's a red flag because that's not how I operate. Um and then, like, a side thing we learned is that all of her like, relationships so far have been long distance. That's not a side never thing, Never been in the Asia. same state.
1: That's not a side thing. That <laughs> Just is a, a little sprinkle. That is huge. Yeah. I could not believe that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, you haven't... So, okay, so a lot, a lot to unpack there. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, starting with that.
1: What? How? Like, how, how, how do you how? go from, I've never, like, spent time physically in a space with my partner for, like, more than let's say a weekend or a week on like a vacation, like never, like not even in the same state. How do you go from that jumping to, I want to marry a stranger. I don't get that. I don't get the process. It has to be an
2: in-between. Right. Got to be. <laughs> Listen, I
3: don't understand in, it. The day to day, the, 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 the stepping about the same space together, the, do you annoy me when I want to just sit and read a book? Uh, are you, are right. you able to leave me alone or do you need to sit, On me, while you know, are you a cat or are you a dog? You know, it's like, uh, where do you put your tea bags? I mean, all this stuff is—it's—they're small things, but they are part of a life. And as you say, a weekend where you're staying at their place, or they're a guest at your place, or you're both on a holiday—these are wonderful and romantic, but they are not your day-to-day life which is how Mm -hmm. a marriage or a long-term relationship you don't actually have to be married everybody just everybody out there you don't have to get married (laughs) um the that that step-by-step I don't want to call them bricks because you're not building something like that. They're like little squishy foam balls that are building and building to this wonderful mountain of squishy foam balls. I spoke to an 89-year-old man the other day. His name was Bill. He'd been married to his wife for 71 years, which is 10 years longer than I've been alive. And I asked him, you know, what's the secret? (laughs) It's just kind of like there wasn't a secret. It's just... Every day you get up and you step forward. So yeah, wow. it was really very refreshing to hear him say that. And this is a, a man who, when he was a young man, was in the um in the uh in Malaysia during the war. And he sort of touched on that briefly, but he also talked about like stepping forward. And this is the thing with his marriage with his wife, who's also about to turn 89. And uh I loved that idea that he didn't lay down to me uh Mm -hmm. any prescriptive ideas it was just you just step forward you step forward and jason to your point part of that is actually just inhabiting a a space on a day-to-day basis getting ready going to work coming home what happens what are we like together
1: yeah i mean not even even living together like you don't have to live together but like you you would imagine if you're dating someone like in your same town like five minutes away that you're spending a lot of time together either way either on dates or just hanging out. But this, I don't think that would really be the case if you're not living in the same state. Like, I just don't understand how we get from point A to point B. I just, it really, it really put a lot in my mind about Jasmine. And I was like, what, what are you doing? Like,
2: right. Cause then that concerns me because we'll definitely get into ideas about marriage with Olajuwon. But what I'm thinking is she had that reaction last week about finding out like he works like from like whatever early in the morning until he comes home at like 7 30 p.m. I'm like, well, if you've never dated someone in the state, you're used to that. Yeah. You're used to having your alone time. So what is this idea you're having of, you know, maybe she's thinking, okay, you know, she has this after work idea she has with her husband, but I'm like, Hey, this is kind of fitting your, your previous lifestyle. So I don't know. I'm just hoping she's not like attached to an idea she's had of what a marriage should look like, as opposed to just adapting to the fact that it's Michael. Yeah,
3: yeah, I think adapting is such a such a key word there, Asia, that even if she has an idea of marriage, that she is able to adapt. She's already thinking with that um, uh, brunch with the Mm -hmm. sisters. I mean, I love how they've embrace her and how she feels embraced by them and i mean that's huge obviously cuz family is very important to all of all of them both sides i i hope that she is adaptable and i from what i've seen and gleaned i think she's very strong mm-hmm. she has her opinions but i think she also has uh emotional smartness that she might be able to the long distance thing aside being slightly odd
2: <laughs> right yeah it, it, it. Yeah, I don't know. I did it. Yeah, like you said, Jason, it wasn't. It wasn't a little thing. But you know, in my mind, I just kind of brushed past it because I'm just hoping it's not a big thing.
1: <laughs> I, I I can't see how it's not going to be a big thing to me. Like I just <laughs> right? I don't I don't get. I mean,
2: wow. Very true. Yeah. Well, and then so the other thing was he assumes the worst. So we do see him later say, "I'm a realist." You know, so that's his perspective on the fact that he assumes the worst about a situation like he goes into a situation he thinks the worst is going to happen he expects the worst that way if the worst doesn't happen he's good with it definitely not how i live life personally i i'm pretty optimistic and then i'm just surprised when the worst happens which it seems like that's what jasmina that's how she's living her life so did that come off as a red flag to you sarah when when uh, they said that about him oh
3: look i'm i'm uh, i imagine the best uh to the point of delusion so uh, (laughs) i'm with uh jasmina there if i heard that someone assumed the worst i I call it climbing the ladder of inference you know the worst is going to happen and then what happens oh well then you become homeless Mm -hmm. and then what happens oh i live in the car and then what happens you know that (laughs) idea of a small thing uh leading inexorably to disaster i i i live my life like that. But it does mean that um, I do get sideswiped by reality from time to time. What about you, Jason?
1: Uh, I think I fall more on the Michael side of things, to be honest.
3: (laughs) Oh, Um,
1: I wouldn't say that I'm a pessimist. I I haven't called cynical on this podcast apparently, but um, (laughs) I wouldn't say. Are you just a realist? I would say I'm a realist. I am less of a pessimist than Michael. I think in their, in their argument later, I definitely felt more on his side than her side um, about expect uh, getting 10 strangers together in a room and just expecting what, what, what you expect to happen in that room when you get 10 strangers yeah. together. Um, I think I felt more on his side of, you know, there's definitely more of a propensity for uh, you know, personalities to clash. I'm not going to go into the situation thinking anything's going to be honky dory, but I'm not going to worry myself that things are going to fail. I just won't mm-hmm. be surprised if it does.
2: So you're saying if we if we had a R- hype house, and you know we had about you know twenty. 20- Rhap podcasters, you would expect that something's going to happen. A
1: fight's going to pop off, and I'm probably going to fight in <laughs> or something. I
3: don't know. No.
2: Not on day one, though. I mean, when they when they
3: when they're talking about them all being together, that's really that first day in Puerto Rico, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't expect there to be tension uh, to be overt tension then, because I would expect people to be on their best behavior and for right. the problems right. like, to are arise in the Rhap hype house which must happen for that to arise yeah. you know in the weeks and months to come until the house you know falls into a hole in the ground but on day 1 <laughs> everybody should be on their best behavior like a first date
2: yeah exactly that's how i see it it's like you would think everyone's excited we're just getting here maybe day 2 or day 3 something might happen so let's let's just let's just talk about that now so later their segment ends with So we had a situation with Olajuwon and Lindsay, which we will definitely talk about in their sections, but we get a recap or we get Michael and Jasmina's thoughts about it. And so Michael is coming from the standpoint of, look, we're still learning each other's boundaries. We don't know each other. And so until we know each other, we're going to we're going to step on those boundaries until we know what they are. And she's like, I'm going to agree to disagree. And. She she's from the standpoint that she just doesn't want to think that conflict is is going to happen. She's going to go into it optimistically. She's just not going to expect conflict. And this is where he says he's a realist. And he he assumed even with them that they'd have conflict and they'd have disagreements because they don't know each other. They're strangers. And so the way that it was produced made it seem like this. It was this argument. And I am not sold. I think this was just a productive conversation about opposing viewpoints. And there was certainly a
3: third commentator in that conversation. I don't know if you noticed. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: Weird Puerto Rico birds. It, it was a Aja, peacock. Did you have Michael's never heard
0: of Peacock help? before? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Andrew, do we need to help help you recap this part of the episode? Because uh I, I would imagine you're pretty distracted um by <laughs> uh by the guns on each side of Mike cuz you have been uh you have been distracted before by those guns uh, i just wonder if you were paying you know the closest of attentions to the right things
2: you know, that's hilarious because as the scene was happening, I'm not I can't say I got I, I can't I, I can't say that I got it word for word because I was too busy telling my roommate, look, look, this is what I was telling you about last week. <laughs> look at look at the things hanging off of his his shoulders. It, it just doesn't make sense The the size is is what I Whoa. am thinking about. <laughs> Take
1: that out of context, R.H.A.P. <laughs>
2: right, no, no, There's no, no. <laughs> so but, but the, the
1: word yeah. I think that is is big here in this quote unquote disagreement is the word conflict. I think mm-hmm. I think the word conflict really, uh, really puts a sting on a situation like this was a conflict. Really kind of heightens the intensity of any situation where in their instance, like where conflict shouldn't have really been like, you think we're going to have conflict? Like, no, like (laughs) we're not going to have any conflicts. We're going to have little disagreements, little arguments. Like in my world, the conversation that they had right there was was a conversation. It wasn't even an argument. It wasn't a conflict. It was just two differing opinions.
2: Right. And he's like, you know, I said I wanted a woman who challenges me, but it's like it's right here in my face. Like, do I want that? Michael, are you serious? <laughs> you can't be serious. This is, this was these this was what any couple would want to be their argument. Like, I'm sure there have been couples in the past who have not made it, who wished this was the type of argument they could have yep. because there there are worse things to argue about than man, you think the worst and I think the best. It could be detrimental if it's taken to the extreme of, you know, within their relationship, but just, you know, expecting there to be an argument. I think that I don't know. I don't see that as a deal breaker.
1: Not at all. So what? Uh, backing up a little bit, um, he had a conversation with her mom and her mm-hmm. uh, her sister. Uh, was there anything in that that really stood out to, to you too?
2: Yeah. So I loved her mom. I like that her mom is being real. She says she's slightly she's slightly more comfortable than she was yesterday, but she's still very like, hey, I'm very concerned about my daughter. I want to make sure that you're her protector. Um, and then, you know, the fact that Michael was raised by his mom and his sisters and his grandma, she, he doesn't have examples of a successful marriage in his life. So she's like, that's concerning, but exciting because... You know, you can use how you were raised in this marriage. And her her mom was just speaking honestly. And I, I prefer this over, you know, having a chip on her shoulder and not speaking up. At least Michael can see like, wow, Jasmina ha- has a really caring support system in her life. Um, So I, I appreciated her honesty here. Yeah, and
3: I like the way that he took it. He had a confessional where he said my mother-in-law is terrified and I didn't feel like he was underplaying or throwing off at her fears. I feel like he heard her fears and was thinking about what is it about me that terrifies her
2: and where is she wrong? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. How did, how did you feel about her mom?
1: I, I definitely liked her take on it. Uh, I think it's interesting that, uh, you know, Katina, is not going into the situation expecting any, any worse or any bad, but the mom is kind of more of a realist. Like, Hey, like, you know, you don't know what the, a good marriage looks like, but you've been raised by women and she makes a comment to him. Like, you know, I want to trust you, but everything I've seen from you is superficial, which I think uh-huh, is right. like, you know, it could be taken a certain way, but it's true. Like, yeah, she's only seen certain sides of him that she, that he lets her see, like he's going to be on his best behavior with, the mother, obviously, but, you know, she doesn't really right. know this person. She doesn't really know how he's going to be with her daughter.
3: He's very reserved. Yeah. I mean, that's something about Michael in the in the early episodes before he was married. He was very reserved. He was the least interesting person in any scene that he was in. Um, and I <laughs> do think that I that in this in the scenes with him and his wife, uh, Jasmina, I see a different him. I see a softer him. I see a tender and attentive yes. man. So I think that he is generally reserved. And so when uh, Jasmina's stepmother, her mother, said uh, those things to him, all I see is superficial. I think she's right in that she is seeing mm-hmm. his presentation. We talked about best behaviour before. He's, pre- he's presenting best behaviour. But to me this is also a respectful act that he wants to um uh, appear respectful for her mm-hmm. it, there's a barrier that who are you really and that frightens me but i think what's from what i can see what's underneath is not is not scary
2: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then because jasmina and michael were relatively unproblematic this episode. We only got like those in-between scenes for them, so there are a couple of things that I thought were like adorable. Um when they got back together to kind of talk about what their families thought, um like uh Michael's like, you know, I-, I don't know if her family is sold and Jasmine was like, "Well, your your family loved me. Your sisters are <laughs> sold on me." <laughs> um and then another one was uh she said that when they get on the plane to go to uh, Puerto Rico, she's not going to wake him up when the cart comes by. I- is that, would you, Jason, would you get mad if your wife didn't wake you up? Uh,
1: yeah, that's out of bounds. Like, yeah. you gotta Do let me out. know, we, we gotta Do let me know when we're getting the food in the sky. Cause I mean, yeah. we're in the sky. Like, it might be my only time to eat. That's, that's, that's rude. <laughs> Uh, i think i think my favorite part of their little in between scenes was uh, when they ended up getting ready to leave for the honeymoon they they were wearing the same thing she's like stay out of my closet he's like well at least i know you got style (laughs)
2: she's like no you're changing he's like no you gotta change it's like these small moments they matter. Yep. This little like like you were saying earlier, Sarah, this banter, it matters because it's just them getting to know each other. It's them getting comfortable with each other. And I think it's such a good sign for where they're they're headed. Um, so what, what concerns you, Jason?
1: OK, so I saw this on social media um, last week after the whole season preview uh, came out, right? So, you know, in the season preview, we've always got the end part where they show the people on Decision Day.
4: Mm -hmm.
1: We don't see any scenes of Jasmina and Michael on the couch walking into the venue for Decision Day. We see three other couples. We do not see Chris and Alyssa, and we do Mm -hmm. not see any Jasmina and Michael.
2: Maybe they were so in love and so all over each other would have given it away.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) I, I'm worried. Oh, I'm no, a little worried. I didn't
2: notice that. Yeah. I did not I notice that. I went back that. and
1: checked after I saw that and I was like, let yeah. me make sure. Yeah, there's there's oh, no gosh. them on on this on the uh, in the next on the this season on. Yeah,
3: so that yeah, that's worries a little me. terrifying. It, it could be that uh Jasmina and Michael are an absolute disaster for the show because there are no problems and because there's no footage mm-hmm. and there's nothing they can there's no story they can sculpt out of it. That's my very optimistic take on on internet. Well, yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> but,
1: but for most, for all most couples on this show, we get the shots of them walking into the uh, to wherever they're going to be doing the decision day. We got the, we get the shots of them yeah. sitting on the couch, getting ready to make their decision. We see none of that for Jasmine and Michael. We see it for uh lot of Katina, Mark and Lindsay mm-hmm. and um, Stephen Noy, but no Chris and Lisa. I mean, we can guess uh, why yeah. that is, um, but also on Desmond <laughs> and Michael. So I am worried.
2: They said, look, we're not walking in separately. We're walking in together hand in hand <laughs> because hand we smiling. are a happily married couple <laughs>
1: Uh, we, they, they call the experts so we just want to tell you that we already made our decision we're staying together we're right. going on vacation on this day that you want to see decision day so we're not going to be there right. just know that we're staying together forever and ever and ever
3: <laughs> we don't think it's a yes, good I, idea I, I think that's we think happen. it's a great
2: idea <laughs> yeah
0: Right.
2: yeah that's absolutely what's going to happen uh, <laughs> um, so so yeah let's, uh, let's write them We are going to rate them on a scale of one to five, one being they're definitely getting divorced on decision day, five being they're definitely going to stay together. Um, And I might I might just try to proceed without that in mind that we haven't seen them just in case. But y'all do what you please. Um, So, Sarah, what would you rate them? I'm just uh,
3: doing leading up to the, the episode that we have now and mm-hmm. ignoring ignoring being delusional about the fact <laughs> that we don't see them
2: on decision day i'm giving them a 4 nice what about you jason
1: uh yeah i don't want to be tainted by the previews and uh all that so i'm going to stick with my 5 for now until we see reason on the show for me to to say otherwise
2: okay I'm actually going to go down to a four. Only because, yeah, what what concerns me is that she's using... So what concerns me is Jasmina hearing this this fact from his sisters that he assumes the worst. She's kind of trying to keep it in mind in any conversation she's having with him moving forward. Like, okay, I don't want him to do this. I, I hope he's not assuming the worst or not, you know, and rather than seeing it as that's just a quality about him, not it's a detriment to our relationship or how he feels about me. But I feel like it's going to get in the way of her just naturally progressing how she was Prior to her knowing this I know it's only been a day But (laughs) um, That that concerns me So I mean I guess we'll see Next time Because they did give us The next time on With um, The fact This was a a Very weighted Next time on But There was a part Where Jasmine was like "Um, I I don't want to apologize Just how you want me to apologize I don't know She's describing a situation Or she's talking to Michael Specifically how he wants her to apologize But we'll see.
3: I saw that actually as a very positive thing because I think we saw that in the previous episode as well. Uh, It's certainly the second time I've seen it and I thought I really liked the way that she articulated, if it is a problem between them as opposed to her Mm -hmm. describing, oh, this is what I was thinking in this other situation. If she's actually saying it to him in that moment, I liked that she was, was telescoping out on their situation and describing what she was seeing I thought this showed kind of uh, maturity rather than any childishness she's not getting up and walking away yes. she's not shouting she's not crying she's saying in my imagination she's saying I am apologizing <laughs> in the way that I can do it honestly you want something else from me that's that's the mm-hmm. discussion. Not the apology. Yeah. Um, which I, I liked very much. And um, let's see if I'm wrong.
1: I feel like I want to see some previews of Mike talking because every time we see a preview of this show, Mike is just staring at whoever he's talking to. He's just like, oh. he has no
2: lines. Yeah. None. No like, lines. I just hope we
1: get a little, he gets a little more vocal he's reserved. Uh, in the future. Yeah.
2: <laughs> He's just the the extra in his own love story. Who's just bringing the guns to the gun show? <laughs> he brings
3: the guns. Maybe when he trains you, you get the little okay sign, right? it. So you don't actually get uh, yeah. the, the hype, which He's, I would find a bit right. He's like, like a, a
2: silent clap. Just the <laughs> right. The <laughs> <laughs> vocal trainer I've ever met.
3: Medium, we were demonstrating the clap.
2: Which right, you can't hear. <laughs> With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So, which couple do you want to dive into next? Well, so I, I, I will imagine Jasmine, Jasmine, and Michael, they were like the glass of wine that you have before you start nibbling on the bread. So, who, who's the, the little bread nibble?
1: So, we're going to get some breadsticks uh, in, in the form of Steve and Noy. <laughs> uh so uh yeah again i mean I, I i don't want to sound like a broken record but uh give us some more Steven, Roy, please like give us some more content uh so we, we we retread the going to bed thing uh she's nervous about taking her makeup off in front of him um so we cut to the morning and we find out there was no sex
3: yeah <laughs>
1: The music literally like <laughs> tones down when it's like sex. It was like, <laughs> it was, like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh so they have breakfast. Their breakfast I don't know if you guys clocked the breakfast, but the breakfast was like a little granola
2: bar, yes. like a little <laughs> cookie of some sort. I said, What kind of breakfast it was- is that? <laughs> It was nothing compared to Jasmine and Michael. Jasmine and Michael had these like hearty muffins. I was like, yeah. no way I would even eat a whole one of that just first thing in the morning, right? Yeah. theirs were these like bite-sized hardly anything there. In
1: Chris's room, like I feel like they felt bad for him so they gave him a whole bunch of pastries. Right. Yeah, he had a whole smorgasbord. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, i'm, like,
3: she, oh, I'm assuming it's what they've, they've asked for i must say her little singlet and and shorts combo was was very cute she looked very cute um mm-hmm. it was cute
1: yeah she was like uh hope he doesn't mind i'm toned down i was like mm, that's that's toned down okay <laughs> All right.
3: Cool. Hey,
2: noisy.
1: Yeah, that's very noisy. Can I just um,
2: say anybody
3: that describes themselves as, oh, I'm crazy. Oh, don't worry about me. I'm just zany. Oh, don't worry about me. I'm noisy. I just think you are generally the most boring person that you've ever met. Uh, oh I mean – <laughs> Lindsay doesn't describe herself as extra and too much. She leaves that for everybody
2: else. True. Yeah. She's like, you can see that. Yeah, I don't I need, need to describe to, it. To,
1: yeah. Uh, okay. So, like, in, in a segment that I'm sure was made just for Asia, uh, we get <laughs> a segment about noise dog, Sushi. uh yes. and she talks about how uh, the dog and Steve are going to need to duke it out for a spot on the bed. Asia, I'm sure that you appreciated that very much.
2: I did, but I will say I have kennel trained pepper, so she does not sleep with me. She only sleeps with me when she has a really good day. What kind and of pet is like, that?
1: <laughs> Asia.
2: It, it's to provide some discipline in her mm-hmm. life. Part you of know? the
1: fun of a pet is like getting to you know, sleep next to them, snuggle them, and keeping you warm or your, your legs warm at night. Hey, Hey, look, we
2: we take plenty of naps together on the couch. We we have a blast. And then at night when it's like when I'm ready to stop scrolling TikTok and go to sleep, I just say, Pepper, go get in the bed and she'll jump off the bed and go get in her kennel. It's the cutest thing.
3: (laughs) Uh Can I, can Uh I say the interesting thing for me about Steve is when I first saw him, I mean, I find him objectively very handsome. But as the scene yes. has gone on, every time I see him afresh, I go, oh, that's right. You're very handsome. And then as the scene <laughs> goes on, he loses his it gloss. Um,
1: you just got to forget he's there at certain points. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, yeah, yeah. you're, you're well,
3: there. What's? I'm sure there's someone there, but I, <laughs> I, I can't find, touch, feel him. Uh, and so, you know, handsome is as handsome does. Um, and he does not lift my skirt, unfortunately. But <laughs> I'm not married <laughs> to him. And Noi is and very happy to be Noi-boy or it- Noi-zoy or Noi-moi or whatever she Noisy? is. Noisy,
2: moi yeah. Oh, noi, noi moi. Moi? Yeah. It's, the, it's It's because, like, you forget about the – just the – the lull in his personality and then you're like oh yeah he's handsome and then he talks and then goes on and on and then you're like wait okay i totally forgot about that
1: and he tells (laughs) you that he has taken a four month uh road trip uh i'm adventurous
3: i I hope my wife can be adventurous like me
1: i am proud of (laughs) i am proud of him in the show for not mentioning the super road trip this whole episode so, so kudos to you, Matt and Steve, for not talking about your adventurous road trip performance. They had
3: run the juice out of that road trip. And I mean, when uh, so, you think about her and where and her family, I mean she's got the 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 least outrageously dyed hair. She has her hair blondly dyed. Her wonderful sister, whose name is Fawn. I want Fawn's story. I want to follow Fawn around Boston. Fawn's hair is mauve and uh, her brother Michael's hair is a sort of orangey-yellow, but, of course, we didn't meet Michael this time. Am I jumping ahead? I'm jumping ahead a little bit. We meet Sriracha this time.
1: A little bit. So, mm-hmm. so we get to in the the segment where Noy meets the Steve's family, and she is just obviously head over heels for Steve at this point. She basically says everything's perfect right now. Um, she can't read him, but as far as she can tell, things are great. His, <laughs> uh, Steve's dad asks about the job situation, uh, how she feels about it. She calls he he calls his son a vagabond. <laughs> in the tradition this season of of you know savagely ripping your, your family. <laughs> Um, so he asked her how she feels, about it. she's like, well, you know, she again, you know, illustrates that, you know, she's concerned about it, but she feels like he's probably got a handle on it and they haven't talked about it yet at all. Uh, so she, she feels like it's, it's fine. She's gets very emotional. Very many points in, yeah. in, this, in this meeting. Mm. Um, so yeah, then I mean, that was pretty much it. Um,
3: when she it, says that he's hard to read, her mother's his mother's wonderful. She just ooh, agrees. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he's hard to
0: yeah. read. Yeah, yeah. That's totally hard to read.
3: absolutely. <laughs> you, you now know him. You now know yeah. everything there is to know about Steve.
1: Right. <laughs> uh, so we go to uh, to to Steve's meeting with Noise family, and Sriracha is there being fierce as ever. Um, and then we yes. do also have this, the sister does not talk much. Uh, I would like to get, get some more. Yeah. Fun. I, I, I want to get some more content from her. Um, but you know, yeah. Sriracha for those
2: that first, yeah, for those that don't know, Sriracha is Michael in drag form yes. and a very good friend of the podcast, Mari fourth was wondering what we thought about Sriracha.
1: Suratcha was fire. She's fierce. She was she was there for it. And she she would just like as she was, Michael, the previous, the previous episode, she was there with the questions, ready to come after Steve, yes. asking what the heck was he good. Did he get all of his eat pray love BS out of him, you know, out <laughs> yeah. of his system now that he's, you know, gone on this adventure. Um so you know, he's he's very direct. He's asking, when did the kids come in? And then the mom jumps mm-hmm. in, like, you know, you can't have a kid, you don't have a job. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes, but
3: she I, I, I've loved Noi's mother, Noi, her name is. She's got a U in her Noi name. I'm not sure yes. how you say it, but she wants the grandchildren. I think yeah, she, she is a strong and fierce woman and underestimate her at your absolute peril just because she's soft and round and sweet uh, and speaks yes. with an adorable accent. I would not be crossing Noi uh, very easily, I don't think.
2: Right. Yeah. And we did get a question on the the feedback form that I mentioned at the top of the podcast from Mia. Uh, They said, I want to hear Steve's answers to Sriracha slash Michael's questions, which honestly, me too, because Sriracha was, you know, hitting Steve left and right, just like Michael was doing the night before. And I mean, on Sriracha uh, just alone. How are you so fierce in drag and just in your regular everyday clothing? I feel like as Michael, he was killing it. He looked amazing. The hair was great. And I, I just knew at the wedding, Michael is is fierce and then shows up as Sriracha, just hot and spicy, um, beautiful makeup beat. I was just I was impressed. And I I am if we could get Sriracha Slash Michael, like fifty fifty, and then Steve's brother. Yep. We have a show right there. Mm-hmm.
1: Buddy cop comedy. Throw in uh <laughs> throw right. in Jasmine and his mom in the mix for some sassiness, for some more sassiness. Yes. You know, you get, get them all in. You there. gotta get Lindsay's dad. Lindsay's dad just to comment yeah. on everything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I do think I do uh, it, this show has habit of asking these questions and then the camera looks longingly at the person being asked the question and then we go to commercial never for it to be referenced again <laughs> right. so and steve did answer a little bit about the uh when they grilled him on the job and he's like uh you know want to <laughs> uh you know see where things are things see where things are going to be he asked about the the trip. he's like i wasn't i didn't do this to find myself I mm-hmm. did this to reconnect with myself, to be refreshed before the experience.
3: Mm-hmm. I like Steve, yes. Yeah, I feel like Steve's <laughs> like a very kind of like <laughs> Oh sorry. Sorry, this like oh. He's like so, <laughs> right.
1: he's a little undercover, uh. like spiritual kind of granola guy, I think. Mm. I think that's something that is interesting about him. Where I think mm-hmm. he could just be this boring office type guy working in a in in software, but I think
2: he's really kinda like that low key spiritual. He's he's deeper than uh, we know, Um, because what kind of confused me is like we were getting this side of him. But then he also mentioned how he does freelance work. What is he doing freelance?
1: I'm telling you, he's doing freelance software
2: engineering
3: support, freelance support.
1: Let's be real. He's door dashing and Ubering. (laughs) (laughs) That's what freelance means.
3: The, the interesting that is such thing a creative way. is, you know, in, in much the same way as, you know, uh, on the stage, acting is reacting. Uh, if you have to perform the role of, of a king, uh, you don't have to perform being a king. Everybody just has to treat you as if you're a king, and that makes it. So we must also find Steve charming and lovely because Noi does, I suppose. Uh, Noi yeah. is <laughs> sorted. Uh, he is very handsome, as we may have mentioned. She's completely besotted. She laughs. She cries. She shakes with the excitement of him. She's she's beside herself. And so if we don't think about our reactions to Steve, but we think about noise reactions to Steve, then we yeah. too might find him to be endlessly fascinating, endearing, and adventurous. Yeah. Because
2: yeah. we're definitely... getting these cutaways – and Noi knows him better than we do at this point.
1: Barely. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> but, yeah, Noi is definitely selling Steve more than Steve is selling Steve. Absolutely. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we you know, in the fun cutaways you know, in there in, in this episode, we do get a lot of cute banter. Not as cute as Jasmine and Michael, but we, get, we do get some banter. He, they, he comments on her dresses and swimsuits as they're packing. You know, stuff like that. But, you know, and I do think uh, let me see where am I like so on the on the debrief after we meet the families I didn't it was just funny like he comes to meet her and he like he goes to sit down and he's like oh wait Jeez. this is my wife I gotta give I gotta give her a hug just yeah. a hug <laughs> it's just like super awkward it's like okay
2: mm-hmm. uh, sure <laughs> <laughs> he's like I made it he's like oh yeah, yeah.
1: you're my wife now um, yeah he forgot uh, he, so he forgot
2: for a moment
1: yeah he says uh, Sriracha came at him hard um, they talk about the job thing he's like uh, you know he and uh, Noy asks him what he's you know planning on doing and he's like well he's not going to figure that out until you know they figure out what's going on with the two of them and like if and when he decides to get a full-time job, which is like is
2: a terrible answer. Like, oh, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, she's, she,
3: I'm, much though she's besotted, she's not ha- not particularly happy with that because as she tells us in a confessional, she can't even think about children unless the father of those children has, has a full-time job. That's obviously, that's her, her feeling and she has every right to it. Uh, and if that's the case, she needs to tell him, not us. Yeah
1: absolutely so i mean but i got i got him a little bit like you know i don't know if i want to take a what kind of job do i want to take or am i going to have a wife mm-hmm. that i need to worry about being around for all the time and i'm not going mm-hmm. to be am i going to be a michael where i'm working 17 hours a day or if i have a wife do i want a job where i'm only working eight hours a day so i kind I just, of got here to come home <sighs> there, but.
2: I don't know. I don't like this. Uh, uh, we'll see if this works out or not. You know, just proceed as if it's going to work out. Mm. Okay. Now you are married. Right. And so if if you're serious about this, consider jobs where you would have to consider your wife, unless he's thinking of being super adventurous. Right. And doing something else. Um, It's like a six month road trip. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's like, why is that even on the table? Maybe think of something adventurous that you could incorporate having a wife in, because if if I'm noy. I told like I'm little on edge, like, OK, wait, why are you trying to play both sides of this? Why are you saying, oh, well, you know, it depends on how this plays out with what my future is going to hold. It's like, no, you, you're you married right now. That's what your future is going to hold unless, you know, it goes badly. But until then, let's proceed like that's going to be the case. And you move forward from there. I just really hope that, you know, he doesn't continue to just kind of like the the further conversations that they have. He's like. You know, if this does work out, I'll do this. But then if this doesn't work out, I'm going to do this. Just like just just don't even have that as an option right now. I know that, you know, we do have decision day and that is an option. But if you're committed to this and you are on the right path, don't even think about that.
1: Be more Jasmina, less Michael. Yes,
2: Yes. (laughs) exactly. That's that's the motto.
1: Uh, So just to kind of wrap up. Uh, Steve and Noy, we don't get much from them. Uh, the rest of the episode, really. Um, mm-hmm. After they get to Puerto Rico, they're kind of hanging out on their little balcony in their hotel room. Um, they talk about what they want to do on the vacation. Steve wants to be adventurous. Noy is scared of heights, apparently. And like <laughs> she's like, "I'm scared of heights." He's like, "Come here, let me bring you closer to the to the edge. <laughs> I got you though."
2: This glass edge. Yeah, but
1: I but I got you though. <laughs> she, uh, she doesn't like, want to die okay. on
3: her honeymoon.
1: Yeah, she doesn't want to do all these fun... Now, see, this is an adventurous side of Steve. He wants to go parasailing. He right. wants to, you know, go jet skiing. But yeah, Noy is uh, not about that life. She's not trying mm-hmm. to die on her honeymoon. So, uh, you know, uh, unless anyone else has anything about Steve and Noi, uh let's get into the ratings.
2: The only thing on the next time on yeah. was he... we got a quote from him saying he didn't know the content. He didn't know the true consequences of his actions. And that, and that could be a past yeah, I situation. Feel like, I feel
1: like he's, he's describing a situation he was in at some point. in his Right. I don't, I, I, I don't think that's anything.
2: They literally, they probably spent hours trying to find a sound clip to use for uh, Steve. But uh, Noi did say she feels like she's falling in love. So that was yeah. one of the, the, the positives that we got from their next time on.
1: Uh so Sarah, what are you feeling about the rating for Steve and Noy for you?
2: If
3: I put myself as them rather than watching them, I think they have a, a good a good chance of of saying yes on decision day. I'm wavering between i'm going up and down the scale between three and four and five and four and three. I'm going to <laughs> put them as a five i'm gonna they're not my favorite couple Ooh. by any means um but I feel like the internal mechanisms between them are much deeper and more nuanced and more subtle than we're able to see from the outside. Um, and I also think there's a something about a commitment for both of them. I get the air that they're both, despite Steve's, well, if this works out then. Um, mm-hmm. And I also think the fact that both their families are very invested in this relationship, uh, and I think both their families are very influential on each of them. Uh, that also, even if there was some wavering, might get them through to decision day. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my chip on a five.
1: Okay, Asia, what Thanks. you got?
2: The last week I was a four. And the first two weeks I was a three. I think that I'm gonna, I'm gonna maintain my four. Like, I think that there is a strong chance they do say yes on decision day, but I feel like they just need to keep getting to know each other in order for me to feel solid about that in order to say a five. Um, I feel like from the outside looking in, we're thinking like, y'all need to really get to know more about each other, but they're the ones in the relationship and they may think it's perfectly fine and could end up together, so... For, for, that's what makes it hard about these ratings is thinking about like what what should they do versus what will they do. Uh, so for for now, I'm a four.
3: Okay,
1: um, so I think I want to stick with my four right now. I think to get me to a five, I need more from Steve about how he feels about Noy. I get mm-hmm. how Noy feels about Steve. Noy is head over heels for Steve. She, yes. if it was up to Noy, it would be a five. But I need <laughs> to see some more from Steve. Um, To get me to a five. So I'm going to stay at my four for now. Nice. All right, Asia, where are we We going next?
2: All right. We are going to journey to a couple that kind of uh, kind of we got to see a good dynamic of of them in the relationship and then also how they jive with the rest of the couples. So we're going to go ahead and talk about Lindsay and Mark. Mark the shock. Mrs. MTS. Mrs. MTS. Yes, we did hear Lindsay say she is going to she she is Mrs. MTS, which at this point, I would say leading up to Puerto Rico, I was really starting to go all in on them. I was liking their interactions. I was liking that she was embracing Mark the Shark. She was embracing you know, like this is something we thought was like, that's a weird quirk. Who's, who's refers to himself like that. But then she's saying she's Mrs. MTS. I'm like, oh, they found him the perfect person for him. And I, I really like that he she embraced that.
1: Yeah, she's all about uh, MTS this pretty much <laughs> this whole episode. She is a yeah. She she's all about him. Like she's Mm -hmm. she's looking to get some shark teeth made put on her mouth. Like you know, kind of like Chris's. But uh, that's (laughs) side point. But um, but but she's all about it. She's she's down for it.
2: Yeah. So even though they lingered, were you going to say something? No. I'm just
3: I'm just thinking about this couple. Uh, I right from the start thought, yep, absolutely. Uh, I don't want to be around them. uh Sure yes, yeah. aggressively waxed eyebrows are an incredible distraction. Um, I think somebody did that to him. I don't think that was a choice that he made. I loved that um, uh, sweatpants of her in the home. Um, I'm with her there. When they are together, just the two of them, even though she exhausts him, he mm-hmm. sort of loves and revels in it. I think in this episode, we saw him experiencing what it is like to be her husband. He wants Mm -hmm. to be her protector. He wants to be in her corner. She needs him to be in her corner. He wants to back her up. And I think he's getting a glimpse of what the rest of his life is going to be unless she changes (laughs) substantially. And I think he's wondering if he has, if he has the energy for it I think yeah. he likes her cool. very very much I think he likes her he finds her funny they look so happy in bed they're physically very comfortable with each other they're, they're, yeah. theres there's lots of stuff of him just looking at her the eyebrows and the eyes that uh, he can't quite <laughs> believe her and yet he accepts her in their private life yeah. and he's so kind to her when she's crying she does something wrong and then she cries so we're seeing a little bit more about her as an individual which we'll get into but I think he really saw uh, what it was going to be like because he is not the kind of husband who will say about his wife to other people, yes, she, you mm-hmm. know, he's always going to yeah. be in her corner, but he's the peacemaker. And um, in the after show uh, he, um, he, he was also sort of, holding his tongue while they were talking about her behaviour on the plane. And I think that was a shock to him mm. that three times the yeah. air crew had to come and tell her to come down, stop shouting, and put her mask on. So yeah. I feel like he was so happy with the wedding. He was so thrilled to see her coming. I mean, she was drunk at the wedding and he didn't mind.
2: <laughs> yeah. He didn't.
1: I think for a I don't think there's launch. many there's many times on this show so far that we have not seen. Yeah, she her hasn't joke. been. <laughs> so, so, <laughs>
2: yeah, and
1: he did mention on the after show that he told he talked to her after the plane incident and was like, "I'm not going to be doing this. Like this is yeah. this is not acceptable." Like,
2: yeah. mm-hmm. which was
1: interesting, which is a different side than what we saw on the show.
2: Yeah, yeah. So. I feel like I. We learned a lot about both of them this episode, but like Mark, I feel like we really learned he is a stand-up guy. He's ready for this. He is a really good husband. And he is putting his all into this. And I was like, I did not expect to feel this way about Mark because I kind of had a sense of desperation this yes. first episode. And now I feel like, oh my gosh, Mark is doing what he needs to do. He is a stand-up guy. But yes, we'll we'll get into it. Um we did We did see. So even though they, you know, lingered on the night of the wedding, um, they did finally get to talk about their moms. And they talked about how, you know, her mom is complicated. She talks really badly about her in email. She's not nice. And Mark really dived into how his mom went through depression. And so they were really bonding over, like opening up about each other's moms. Um, And then we see Lindsay doing sage around their hotel room. I don't. She didn't psych, spark me as a sage girl.
1: I don't know if there's much that Lindsay's not into. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't know. I th- you could tell me anything. She could pop up with anything from anywhere, and I wouldn't be surprised. Like she at one point <laughs> had on a uh, scuba mask and was pretending <laughs> to swim on the floor of their hotel room on their yeah. wedding night in her so, wedding dress. Yeah, in her wedding yes. dress. So <laughs> nothing's gonna surprise you about Lindsay at this point.
2: Yeah. Um And then the, it was really cold in the room. So she turned the heater on. He was like, wait a second. Is the heater on? So that was a funny moment. Um, But then we get the morning after and they're just talking about how, you know, didn't really feel like they're sleeping next to a stranger. And he's really glad to be waking up next to his wife. They get their little breakfast. And she's talking about how, you know, she's used to always being a giver in a relationship, but she's always been with takers. Andrew and, Bones. you know, don't forget that <laughs> Right. (laughs) Exactly. And, uh, she, she lets him taste, taste her matcha. He's like, well, she's like, it tastes like grass. She's like, he's like, yeah, it tastes like the ground. And, uh, and she's really happy. She tells us she thinks they're going to laugh together for the rest of their lives. So like she is on cloud nine at this point. Um, so then we get them, uh, she meets with his family and, uh, they are really, so is it, I think they were his, were they his brothers? His friends. He's an an only only child. And I think he feels,
3: I think that desperation that you whiff from him, uh, I was Mm -hmm. getting that too, particularly the information that he applied four years ago. They couldn't find someone for him. So obviously they wanted him on the show, but they couldn't find a match. Um, and we we saw so much more about him this time and particularly with the no button that he was saying no. But it's interesting that his loved ones are his friends.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was nice that she called out his eating habits and when she was like, dude, the pre- preservatives, and they're like, yes, thank you for calling that out. <laughs> um, this is where uh, she talks about being Mrs. Mark the Shark um, and they talk about how he has always been someone who trusts everybody like to a fault. And, um, she talks about how she's felt good about him since the moment she saw him. She wasn't, su- she wasn't super nervous. She thinks she got the perfect match for her. And then she asks a really good question. So she says like, how can I be more supportive in this mom situation? Which I'm like, yes, Lindsay, you learned information last night. Now you're with his family and you're trying to see how you can be a supportive wife. And so they just overall seem very happy with her. Um, they they understand that she they, they call out how she has a personality that could knock out a thousand people, but it they feel like Mark needs that. And uh, she ends it with, hey, anybody want some cats? <laughs> so.
1: <laughs> I did find it interesting that uh, she talked about her experience as a hospice nurse when talking mm-hmm. about caring for Mark's uh, mother. I I just had I would just love to see some like footage or something <laughs> of Lindsay the hospice nurse. I, yes, I think may- I think maybe her personality would fit perfectly in that situation though. So mm-hmm. I feel like you know in those moments you might need some levity. Um, yes, you know, and I think she would probably know <laughs> how to tone it down enough so that she's mm-hmm. not being inappropriate, but at the same time providing like some levity to the situation.
3: True.
2: That's a very good point.
3: We haven't seen her in a professional setting and, uh, you know, people are, are different at work. Uh, it, she used to be a hospice nurse though. So who knows? <laughs> Maybe too many right. wheelchair races being that organized was. by nurse Lindsay.
2: Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so we, we saw that Mark met with her dad and her friends and her friends got her or got Mark a Lindsay survival kit, <laughs> and so it included a Lara bar, which those are actually pretty solid, They're, they will fill you up. Um, and then a no button, so if you click it, it's a no. They said Lindsay sometimes needs to hear no, um, and they know that he's going to want to provide for her, but he needs to be able to say no sometimes.
1: Cut to in the future, Lindsay, cram that button somewhere the sun don't shine.
3: Uh, She does ask if she can push it, and he pushes the button to tell her, no, she can't.
2: Yeah, that that was a good catch. Um, Her dad acknowledges how her tongue sometimes can be very vicious, which we've talked about so far this season, how, like, if they get into it, she's going to say some things that she is going to regret, because I just feel like that's Lindsay as a person. Yeah, I mean, her dad
3: obviously loves her. The interesting thing Mm -hmm. is that not only did he say that to Mac, but he told Mac that he had (laughs) told Lindsay that she had to watch her tongue. So I thought that was interesting because that was a, a, a bit of advice from father to daughter, but he was emphasizing it by telling Mac that that's what he'd said.
2: Yes.
1: So do you think do you think uh Lindsay's father's words kind of echo in Mark's head as the situation unfolds later in the episode?
2: For sure. I think so. Yeah. It has to. Yeah,
1: like no your way. dad your dad told me
2: to yes. watch out for you to <laughs> you watch.
1: You watch your ads. Your dad said to watch your ads, Lindsay. Watch your ads. Don't get don't piss people off.
2: Right. Um, so they reconvene after they met with their families and he tells her about the survival kid and she loves it. She, she's like, oh, that's uh, that's awesome. And um, then we they find out that, you know, they're going to Puerto Rico for their honeymoon. And he's like, OK, I don't speak the language, but she does. And at this point, I thought that was a kind of an odd call out. I was like, why would they include that? But now, I see Yo,
1: now you know, why. <laughs>
2: Right.
3: She's been there seven right. or eight so, times. She knows right. it.
2: Yeah, she's been there. She knows Spanish. Mm-hmm. So we arrive in Puerto Rico.
3: Wait, wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait! Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes. We cannot speed past the suitcase full of goldfish crackers and Teddy grams
0: <laughs>
1: What in the world is this man doing?
3: What in the adventures End Game were all those goldfish doing? Oh right.
1: my goodness! Why? No. Why? Uh, no! I hope I kind of oh, hope uh, that they were like gifts at the wedding from his family, maybe. Like I really no. want to give the man the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. He just did, did
3: not pack right. a
1: suitcase no. full of goldfish crackers.
3: This is a man who wanted to wear sweatpants <laughs> on the plane.
1: Well, listen, yeah. I was I was on his side on that one. Okay, yeah, but
2: Yeah, I really am really always a comfortable wear. Yeah.
3: Here's, yeah. here's my tip. You get. A set of clothes that looks from the outside uh, very respectable and behaves on your body like pajamas, and that is your travel outfit. Mm. <laughs> One of those
1: shirts, though, like a tuxedo, but it's not worthy of tuxedo.
3: No, no, you need oh, modal, no. you need <laughs> yeah. a beautiful oh, flowing okay. jersey. Um, you could look rather snat uh, without and you must have closed shoes, everybody, closed shoes, and then put socks please. on, please. Uh, you should be you should be comfortable on the plane uh but uh I, 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 we used to dress up to get on airplanes i love the new world and i love new, i love the young people like young people <laughs> we used to dress up to get on to the airplane is, and i i have uh, soft flowing lady outfits that um behave like pajamas mm. but look look very smart
2: and lipstick of course if you that is wear so lipstick. interesting yeah I, it's like I cannot. If I'm going on a flight, I have to wear some variation of workout tights, uh, sweats, and then like a hoodie or a pullover. Um, that's so good to learn, though. I didn't even realize that it, I feel like whenever I see people dressed up, I'm like, why? Where are they going? You know?
3: <laughs> but the trick is when you get into your seat, lipstick comes off shoes come off i mean you you mm. you alter your outfit uh <laughs> once you're on once you're on the plane listen if you ever want an upgrade you gotta, you gotta look nice that's posh. the
2: point mm. yeah <laughs> look like i'm on a business trip <laughs> um <laughs> so this is where things shift we're in puerto rico and a producer they're everybody like all of the couples are getting into a van and then the producer is like, "Hey, are y'all coming?" And they're like, "No, they're not coming." You're Katina chime up in the background. They're not coming. And then we see, okay, Lindsay and Mark are taking a different bus. Why? Why is this? What? What happened? What? What transpired? Um, so we learn that on the plane, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm 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 kind of combining, you know, Lindsay and Mark's version, Katina Lajwan's version, and the version from After Party. So they get on the, so they're on the plane and Elajuan is speaking English or says that, or she asked, are you going to speak Spanish when you get to Puerto Rico? And he's like, well, no, I'm going to speak English because that's what I'm most comfortable with. And she's like, well, you need to speak Spanish be- and like be respectful uh, because that's the language there. And Elajuan is like, you're not going to tell me what to do. And on Lindsay's version, because we will definitely get into La and Katina their their uh, opinion about things, but Lindsay's like, well, you know, he got a little aggressive, and I didn't feel safe, and. You know, this is a hearsay situation because Lindsay knows very well there were no cameras on them. And so she is upset now. She feels like crying and she feels like she has the best husband in the world. And she's so in love with him. And I just there's just so much to unpack here.
1: So what did y'all think? So like trying to put together the events because the story we get on the show is very murky. Like, yes, we're not sure that whatever comment Lindsay said would get that heated that quickly. Um, so I, th- what I think happened is Lindsay, as Lindsay is tending to do, gets a little toasty on the flight. Mm-hmm. She gets a little belligerent. She gets a little rowdy. Uh, We heard on after party that uh, she had she definitely spoke to multiple times to calm down, stop yelling, and wear your mask. Right, wear your mask. And I think that the way Lindsay interacts with people, as we've heard many times, is not the way everyone wants to be interacted with. Yes. I don't think Lindsay interacts with a lot of Elijah ones, and I don't think Elijah one interacts with a lot of Lindsay's. Mm -hmm. So I think that clashing of personalities. Got Elijah Wan defensive, got them both defensive, And Lindsay, I think, probably flew off the handle more than Elijah Wan did. And Elijah Wan responded in kind.
3: Yeah, I think the continuation of the argument as well is very much driven by Katina. And that's what I am trying mm-hmm. to figure out as well that once they are sitting around having their drinks, it seems like Elijah Wan, surprisingly to me, was sort of, oh, bygones, bygones. Uh, but Katina seemed bent on continuing the beef, I think. One one of the things that's interesting is that both Lindsay and Elijah Wan say that Lindsay said, I'll fight you. Lindsay's yes. version of it is, I was joking, I didn't realise he'd take me seriously and you think, Lindsay, who are you talking to? For a start, it's a stranger. Right. I mean, just, just <laughs> basically it's a stranger. But look at who you're talking to. What do you think that sounds like to that person? Take one moment. I mean, I was enjoying Lindsay. I heard this. I know there are two sides to the story. I didn't expect to admire Elijah One's restraint and ability to mm-hmm. let it go. But I think that he is a man who lives in the world as a black man and therefore has Mm -hmm. learned he has to at least perform uh, letting things Mm -hmm. go. Um, And so what I found really interesting was Katina's uh, continued elevation of the situation. I can't say it's an elevation because I didn't see the situation, but she was the one that didn't want to let it go. And so I feel Mm -hmm. there was... There had to have been an edge that Lindsay would say that she didn't mean, but that both Elijah Wan and Katina, having lived the lives they've lived, would have heard. And yeah. that that's how I read the situation, um, particularly because Mark comes down to apologise. So there is some gender stuff there where Elijah one is very happy and open to receive Mark's apology and they are the Mm -hmm. two men who are on the after show, which is interesting, and they seem to have a nice um, facility between them of a relationship. I think there's a lot more to it than we saw and I don't like to lay blame, but I think Lindsay uh, was probably over-refreshed, was what she would call herself. And those people who say, oh, I was joking, I was joking. I want to say to them, well, did, were we laughing? Because if we weren't laughing, then we yeah. weren't joking.
2: Yeah, exactly. It It's so frustrating because for me, there's a lot of ignorance on Lindsay's part and not in understanding like you were having an interaction with a black man that you brought upon yourself you started the conversation you brought this topic up and just because you didn't like his answer or his response it completely turned into this thing where now after the fact you're calling him aggressive you're saying you weren't comfortable you're saying it triggered you And it's like don't become the victim yeah I think that's what? a
1: scene that we get in a lot of real world situations nowadays yes. And it just felt like that We've seen that so many times where the the person that, you know, comes I wish I was triggered. Uh he was so aggressive. He took a tone with me, he puffed his chest out, making it seem like uh Elijah was unhinged and yes. running at you, like ready to fight you, when really the opposite is probably true, that you were uh continually coming after him and egging him on, you know, mm-hmm. probably eighty percent of the time thinking that you're just being old Lindsay that you're just joking around that you're just like, Oh, I'm going to get you. I want to fight you, but that's not how everyone talks to each other. Lindsay, like you're, you're, you're 35, 34, 35 years old. Like you shouldn't have to be told these things anymore. Like get to know someone first before you start talking to them in a certain way, know how they communicate with other people and tailor yourself to that.
3: And I think, look, if anyone was, scared of the situation, it was probably Elijah one, You're having to, mm-hmm. on his own, exciting honeymoon to Puerto Rico with the unbelievably stunning Katina. Um, I mean, I don't like to object. Well, I do actually like to objectify people, but I don't like it recorded on a podcast. But her bottom in the blue, she wears athleisure, and her bottom in the blue athleisure was I, I wanted to form a cult to worship worship it. But (laughs) leaving that aside, he is there, he's excited. I mean, we can get into what we think about his motivations and whether he's ready for this and Mm -hmm. all that. That's a whole other circumstance. And he is having to, I mean, it's all our nightmare to be on a plane with the drunken, loud person behind you, probably kicking your seat, let alone coming up with these things, let alone being a black man, having to receive this unwanted Aggressive hilarity from uh, a woman with with white privilege. And it's interesting because when we see her on the balcony, she is teary, she is victim y, but I also think she is scared of what she's done. It's like she's sobered Mm -hmm. up a little bit, she's got that beginning of the hangover, she knows what she did. And so she has a fear of what she started. But she can't articulate that and therefore must be the victim with everybody misunderstanding her.
2: Yeah, that's why this situation, like. It almost makes me feel worse about Lindsay than I do about Alyssa. Like my expectations about Alyssa, and we'll definitely get into that. We're on the ground. Like I expect it. Like, I'm honestly surprised that we even have Alyssa to talk about. Right. But with Lindsay, I'm just like, I'm at a point where I feel bad for Mark because she's turned this situation into To like, okay, I was a victim. I had to deal with this this man talking to me this way and and um, approaching me this way. But my husband came and saved me and I love him. Like, girl, you're three days in to this marriage, this three day old marriage. You're saying you love him. And he's so, I feel so safe and cared for. And like, th- this has only just showed me how caring he is. And I'm so grateful for the experts. And like, you know, I already feel this way about him. And she's just like flipping the situation to just like, okay, well, because of this, I'm so head over heels about Mark. And then it's just like, no, just what are you doing? Like, I don't know if it's just like she's unconsciously trying to distract from the fact that she just did this, this just this gross um, just behavior on the plane. And now it's like, no, OK, I'm on my honeymoon and I'm just so crazy about him. But it's just like you're going overboard and Mark is a really good guy. And I feel like it's not genuine. I feel like it's coming from a place of. I'm in such an emotional state. I need to cling to the extreme with my husband right now that I, I met not even a week ago. So that's what, that's why I'm so torn on her because it was just like, why are you doing this? Because we do. I mean, we see. And then the next time on, there might be a little something, something. So that's why I'm just like, it's, it, it, it feels icky.
1: Yeah, for sure. And it feels like on the next time on that she's probably going to blame it on the uh, 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 alcohol. <laughs> um, and, you know, Katina takes her to task for that, saying, you know, you can't, you know, lash out at other people when you're drunk. Like, you're too old for that or whatever she says to her. But, like, it, it's definitely a point. Like, you can't, this was a serious situation that you've now put everyone here in. Like, you can't do that. Like, <laughs> just yeah. be responsible for yourself at all times. Because. Yeah. This is now a situation.
3: Indeed. And and when Mark comes down to the group, he he chooses his words very carefully. He is trying to give the apology while supporting it. I mean, he, he, he is a large man, but, my God, he's twisting himself into a pretzel to maintain everybody's sort of respect for everybody. And I somehow in my head canon, I thought, so he's coming to make this initial apology and to sort of pave the way slightly, and then he's going to say, "You know, come on, Lindsay," and then Lindsay will come very shamefaced and and make her apology. But no, she just doesn't. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't go and face the group, uh, which tells yeah. me that she knows she should be ashamed of her behaviour, deeply ashamed. It's it's uh, it, yeah, it's it's it's
2: unacceptable and repellent. Did y'all notice how he was down there long enough to finish his pina colada? Mm, I was surprised <laughs> he was
1: down there that long. Uh, yeah. So it, the the, uh, the mark joining the group is very interesting to me. See, he, he definitely flip-flops a couple of times. He's like, you know, I keep telling her she's always up here, you know, and yes. you can't do that. And, you know, he says that he appreciates that everyone has their buttons. Uh, you know, he, he talks about Chris not having buttons, seemingly. Uh, but, yeah. you know, he also says that he wants to apologize for his team.
2: Yeah, which looking at it
1: yeah. as on a relationship basis, just on just purely looking at a as as, as a relationship, not looking at the situation, is great. Like you're a team, you yeah, That's mm-hmm. how you're looking at it already. Um, but he, you know, he also just like I keep telling her, you know, you can't do this. So, like, he yeah. kind of footballs is putting it on her and be like, I just want to apologize. So I think the apology was good. Um, you know, yeah, it's 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 definitely a icky, murky situation,
3: and it's a vision of his next forty years potentially.
1: Right, that's, you got <laughs> to think that's what he's thinking in his mind. Like this yeah. is what life is like. This is the second day, yeah, and yeah. this is what life is like.
3: And then, interestingly, yeah. on, the, on the after show, uh, Elijah one gives us his again his version, mm-hmm. but he says it actually started in the airport. It started before the aeroplane, where she came up and complimented his look, said he looked very fly, <sighs> uh, but that his. Slippers were unacceptable. So Ugh. what he had to put up with seems to be like the and length is of time.
1: Seconds, this was within 10 seconds of meeting him.
3: First time she's met him. <sighs> yeah. Well. yeah. Um. And I wonder if there was a problem between her and Katina that it'd be interesting to go back to the Bachelor, uh, bachelorette party and see uh, this might have been. Yeah, she just, uh, no. Uh, yeah. Yuck.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because at the bachelorette party, they focus mostly on Alyssa and Lindsay. Lindsay. That's true. It's like, hey, maybe Alyssa was right.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, (laughs) they're probably both right about each other, but yes,
2: um,
0: (laughs) it it did make me put
1: back on the after party of, I think it was the first episode, and uh, Katina, Jasmina, and uh, Lindsay were there together, and it was just like hmm You could tell there was definitely some lingering tension. hmm Yeah. So I guess you yeah. know from what.
3: Yeah. I so mean the next- we're at a we're at a point now where it is not up to um BIPOC people to teach white people. Mm-hmm. It is not up to us white people to say, oh, teach me, show me. It's a teaching moment. Thank you for no. We've got to go and do the effing work ourselves and for her to put this on to these people. I'm getting very hot under the collar. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, and I sort of love that Katina won't let it drop because it's like, I saw your whole ass and I can never see Mm -hmm. you differently again. And that's, yeah, she, she doesn't
2: owe Lindsay forgiveness. Yeah. Thank you so much for saying that. Um, And then next time we see Mark is like, she's very up to here. He holds his hand high. She's like, He's like, you're very up to here when you say things. She's like, so are you Are you in or are you out? Because I need you all in or I need if you're not all in, then you're out. And it's just like, see, the what is it? The, the hyperbole, like the dramatics, the extremes. Why Why do you have to take it there? I'm sure whatever Mark was saying was not that dramatic.
1: Well, this was a moment for Lindsay that, to justify uh, her behavior in her everyday life. You know, yeah. Lindsay is going to show you everything up front mm-hmm. so that she's not going to put her whole heart into this just to be let down when she shows you more of a personality. She's going to show you everything within the first few days so you can decide if you're in or out. <laughs>
2: right. I mean, then she does say like, okay, why are you doing this? Like, why would we have slept together? If I can't even remember how she said it, but basically confirms that they consummate their marriage. To,
1: I didn't know how to take that. Yeah. That was a very vague thing to say, and it didn't right. make much sense in the context of the next time on. So I think that's interesting to see. Like, is she saying like is she is he asking her if they're going to like? And she's like, right. well, why are we doing that? We just had this argument. Stupid. She calls us stupid, and dumb, which is like, okay, whatever. <laughs> right. um, but you know, I don't. I don't know what that really meant. You know, these yeah. next times on or so vague sometimes.
3: But they want you to come back and and, uh, and watch the next episode. <laughs> right. What they don't realize is is we would crawl across broken glass to see the next episode, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <to> me now.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, anything else y'all wanted to add for Lindsay and Mark before we move on to their ratings?
1: No, I'm exhausted by uh, yeah. Let's get to ratings. Uh, uh, yes.
2: yes, now we know how Mark feels. Completely exhausted. Exactly. exactly.
3: Part of the exhaustion too being the fact that, that she drew me in with this episode. Uh, their relationship seemed very equals the wrong word, but he was rising to meet her. Um, mm-hmm. And you could see with some fieriness and negotiation, a relationship that, that that could endure, that would be a five. Yeah. Uh, and then this situation where Mark, desperate boy though he is, sees a vision of his future. 40 years of this and wonders <laughs> okay. if he has the energy for it. So I don't know where to where to place them. Um, I mean, Mark seems to be very happy and relaxed in the after show. I don't know if I should draw anything from that, but he might That's be. That's like peace. Yeah, yeah. It, might be <laughs> it might be the peace of escape. So I'm right. going to oh, it's really hard because I can't see Mark not wanting to be married, but I can also see him seeing that there's no – that this doesn't change. And so I'm going to go two.
2: Oh, I am as well because, and I was, I was three last week and I'm going back in the other direction because she showed her whole butt this episode. And I think that Mark can, he, he's still, we're only day three and we had this wild roller coaster in one episode. I was so high on them before they made it to Puerto Rico. I was like, this, this is working. They are, they are a good pair. They are a good match. And then she did this. And then I see the next time on, I'm just like, no, no. For Mark's sake, he needs to get out of this because he is not going. To, like you said, this is his next forty years. He's not going to be happy, and so I think that Mark it has shown himself to be smart enough in three days in that Mark's he a smart may shock. You re- just right, shock. <laughs> right. So I think he's, he 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 may realize that since especially since he has a whole like seven and a half weeks to figure it out. So two. What about you, Jason?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say my bargain basement of one. Uh, yeah, I, you I just have
2: maintained. You called. It,
3: you called it. I mean,
1: look, you guys, you're you're act, you're right when you say that. Everything up to league into Puerto Rico had me like, wow, like this could work. She's still a lot, which she was used. That word was used again for her a couple times. Episode a lot. Yeah, um, it could work, maybe, maybe, but now I'm back down to a one. Mark needs uh, I. In between, uh, in the commercials, I saw this show they were advertising a lifetime called Adults Adopting Adults.
2: Yes! <laughs> I saw Martin, that.
1: Mark just seems like he really just wants a family. Like,
0: not mm-hmm. even necessarily
1: a wife. He might just want a replacement mother and father, and a brother mm-hmm. and a sister. Like, because he seems really like uh, focused on. Getting a new dad, you know, being a part of Lindsay's family. So maybe that, maybe Mark just needs that. I do like. I'm just still really curious, also, about why Mark is still single in between uh, Boston seasons. Yes, it's been four years. Why? What exactly are you doing to me, to make it not work? We, you seem seem to be a great guy.
2: Yeah, I, he seems solid. Is I was it? like, if it was. Yeah, it was that desperation. That I was thinking, like, okay, that's why. But then now that we see him in action, I'm like, Mark, I feel like you could have found someone.
3: Yeah, and it's it's interesting because he talked about you know having uh, you know relationships that last a year or two, but then he also talked about never having had a kiss on New Year's Eve. So you can't have had a relationship that lasted more than a year because it would have encompassed a, a New Year's Eve. I wonder if it's the mother thing. I wonder if there is there's an odd passivity about Mark, like. But the mm-hmm. thing is, he's not—he's not my type at all. Uh, mm-hmm. But he's somebody's type. I mean, he's yeah. a, a solid uh, guy in both his physicality and his self. Um, I think that he has an un- honesty about him. I think maybe there's might be a passivity, and that might also be honestly tied up with somebody not wanting to take on the mother and the grandmother, which is what you get with Mark
1: could mark be like that a stage possible. five clinger
3: yeah
1: like he's just really like really hard into a relationship when he gets into it maybe yeah. that's a lot for some people but it seems like Lindsay is more of a more a lot than
2: mark is a lot he's like maybe this is what people have been seeing and i don't want that yeah <laughs> <So>.
1: <laughs> maybe i should turn it down
2: right with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere For Mark and Lindsay, second to last couple, where are we heading next, Jason?
1: Uh, let us hit the other side of the uh, mysterious plane incident with Elijah Juan <laughs> and Katina. Um, all right, so we, we we're rewinding it back <laughs> to the wedding night. <laughs> um, we see them getting into bed. We cut to the next morning. Uh, apparently, Katina has mm-hmm. the fantastic ability to not have morning breath. Which he is, yeah. is very—he's very keen on.
2: Deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe they went to bed so late, and they got ready for bed late. It gets maybe. Maybe over, you like, know.
1: Maybe she's sneakily like popping mints before he wakes up. Like I don't want him to know I have morning
2: breath. Yeah. Maybe
3: she got <laughs> up and brushed her teeth and put on a full face of makeup and then went back to bed and closed her eyes.
1: Exactly. Um, we also find <laughs> out that Elijah Juan is does not have a good cuddling game. Which uh, you know, what is he doing? Is he like actually like putting her in a headlock while he's trying to cuddle her? Like how, how is he like so bad at cuddling?
2: How is one a bad cuddler? Yeah, yeah. like you just—I feel like I know, all sorry, you gotta is do too is too just lay there and put your I'm arm around yeah.
1: your neck. Come on, around your neck. Sorry, is this too tight? Sorry,
2: <laughs> well, all those muscles under the suit. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, <laughs> maybe he struggles away like a like a black and white cat with Peppy Le Pew. Um. I don't know because I thought I wrote down their snuggle bugs because when we see them in bed, they're very you know they have a lovely they have a loveliness between them which which yeah. I, mean, I I was all ready to be anti Elijah one and you know mm. shake my fist but something about him this episode I, mean, I still have thoughts. Uh, I still wonder, um, as does uh, Katina's family, if he's there for the right reasons, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you can you can walk backwards into the right situation, and he he may have he, he sh- showed another side of himself. I mean, I certainly when they were trying on the suits, going back a couple of um, episodes ago, he tried on the most beautiful dark blue black suit, and he looked so handsome. that <laughs> then he chose. Mm-hmm the white with the black the which, white and I thought oh, I want to match her it just there was something so endearing about him so boyish about him in that moment um so i think he's a he's a a complex young man he doesn't uh rear back when she says that she's had an S buddy before and and he quite rightly says well given what i told you i have no right to uh question you on that These are good words, whether he'll stand by them, we'll find out. But I I just saw a lot more layers to him this episode, not just the infamous plane incident, which we've talked about. But I just saw him slightly differently and his uh, confessionals seem to have a different air to them. What did you think?
1: So, yeah, I mean, he he talks a little bit about his 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 uh, his past, like he just he cannot get away from. My past, my past, my past. When really it, it, you were, you were just a jerk, a dog, like, <laughs> it, like it happens right. to a lot of guys. Like, and she asked him about it. He's like, well, you know, I can't really define it as cheating since we never put a title or anything like, but okay. So you just dated around a lot in college. Like it's right. not going to a deal, bro. Unless you have some other skeleton in the closet, it's fine. It's not fine, but it's just, it happened. <laughs> right.
2: Don't stop Right, it's up something before crazy. her. Yes, right. I was like, he's this buildup is making it think that there's there's something big that we don't know. Like he has slept with three thousand women or something. Like what? Wh- I don't know why. The only reason I can think that he won't let this go is because he is not past it. He is trying to convince himself so hard. He is ready for marriage. I am ready for this. I know all the right things to say. I know what marriage should be. I know what, what is a wife and what isn't a wife. I know what's a husband and what's not a husband. And I'm just going to keep saying these things. Even though I have a past, I'm, I'm here now and I'm here. I'm your husband. This is it. And I'm like, you, the only person you're trying to convince is yourself cuz the what the rest of us we're, we yeah uh, we yeah
1: um so like and he he asked her like uh so do you have any secrets? Like <laughs> what like grown people don't have secrets sir like we just don't like i don't have any secret past on how you you on a second life like i just lived my life and she's like yeah i mean i had f buddies like it, it happens man like
0: calm yeah. down
1: and he's like well you know i can't judge like no don't judge me like it just happened like we're <laughs> we're
3: adults Sure. Uh, yeah, we, you didn't we, say we he we didn't have, judge her. He said he couldn't. Right. Yeah, he, he could, but could. I it. can't judge <laughs> you like that because of, because of my <laughs> pet. Like, bro, right. like,
1: we're adults. We had sex with multiple people, yeah. like, a lot. Yeah. Um, it's, fun. it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Dude, come on. Uh,
2: anyway, so. Yeah, I, I couldn't get past it. Well, I could get past it, but I, it was mind blowing how she said she's the type of friend that stays out till 5 a.m. And I just tried to put myself in that place as a 29 <laughs> year old right now. And it makes me tired to even give it a thought. <laughs> like five, eight, like, no. oh, I am doing my first little wake up at five, five a.m. Yeah. I can't the exhaustion I would feel from being out till five. But.
3: but it depends. I mean, she said that she works in the clubs. And I think I mean, I've worked in restaurants, I've worked in theatres. Uh, when you work at night and you finish at midnight or 1 or 2, which you might if you're working in a bar, then going out between 2 and 5 is your after work going out. So it just depends on the circumstance. If you start going out at 7 and you're still going out at 5 without chemical assistance, then, yeah, that's very tiring. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, alright so the next segment we get is he is meeting with her friends now before anything else happened I noticed that he's just like he comes in straight shot and just like sits down on the table like hey how's it going like you know and they makes you start talking like he doesn't hug any of the friends he doesn't shake the guy's hand he just comes right in and sits down and I, I found that interesting like I understand he's an yeah. energetic guy but like
2: it's really off putting because it's like you see his frame of mind. Like he's thinking, I'm her husband. Y'all are people in her life, but y'all just need to know who I am. And then I can bounce and get back to my wife. Yeah, this is off, than, so I have to get over. Yeah. Rather than realizing these are people she cares about, cares enough for you to be, for them to meet you first and spend some time with you out of a lot of other people in her family, he's not thinking, he's not putting himself in their shoes. Like, he needs to know who they are because they're important to her. It's all about me and I, and I am her husband, and I'm just doing this because I am her husband.
1: Yep. Like I notice everyone else when they come to meet the family, just like giving hugs, giving handshakes. He just walks right in and sits down. Let's get the let's yeah. get to work. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this this uh, this meeting gets very contentious, very fast. Um, <laughs> you know, as uh, his name is Jelani, uh, Katina's friend. Uh he's really like grilling uh on about his intentions. He says that he doesn't think he's serious. I know he thinks he just wants to do this for attention. And you know and we can see some of the defensiveness that maybe comes out later in uh on the airplane where he's just like, Well you wanna call me out, just call me out. And it's like, my guy, like, calm down, be cool. Uh so yeah, this was this was a very interesting meeting he had with, with the friend. What did you guys think?
2: For him to say, look, I'm not a bad looking gu- dude. I don't struggle with women. I just wanted to try something <laughs> new.
1: <laughs> something new.
2: <laughs> the bird is back. <laughs> <Ooh. sighs> try something new. Get married. That's trying something. Was it? What is you said Jelani?
1: Yeah, his name is like, Jelani.
2: He had every right to be all, like set back by that because... Trying something new like is not doing a new getting hairstyle, married, bro.
1: Like yeah. you're getting married,
2: right? <laughs> Trying something new is like, oh, usually I get a burger here, but this time I'm going to get the chicken tenders. Mm. Not <laughs> taking someone's hand in marriage, which is supposed to be lifelong, and you are telling her closest friends this. He doesn't even realize that this is happening. I, I think he
3: doesn't. I wonder if he doesn't see other people in a funny way. Like he's (laughs) decided to get married, but he's not thinking about a real live person that he is marrying. He's thinking about being at the meeting of the friends, but he's not thinking about the friends as real live people. And I think he's making a powerful enemy. Uh, In Jelani, Katina mentions him as someone whose opinion she values uh, someone who steered her correctly as far as she's concerned in the past. One wonders why they're not together. That may be an untold story. This is, I mean, you don't want to go sucking up to them, but isn't this someone that you want to find out about, that you want to show yourself to? And instead we get this posturing. And i it's the its the youth of him. Uh, it's the potentially ADHD of him, although he did tell her mother that um, he takes drugs for it. but. I think he doesn't know what his words do. And to say I'm a dude that's got, that has got has no problem with the ladies is tantamount to saying I can have any woman I want and not mm-hmm. I am so blessed that your friend, this precious, individual, special woman is the woman that I got. It's like I could have had anybody. It's, it's very. It's Look at me. Yucky. Look at me. Mm-hmm. Don't you see She's, my mom? She got me. <laughs> she
1: got me <laughs> right.
3: exactly, Jason. She got me.
1: Yes. Mm. And but I think you know as much as as much posturing as Isaac Juwan wants to do. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's just I don't think I, I just don't think he's pulling Katina's every other day. Just based on like how he yes. acted you know, at the wedding, like he's just dumbfounded. I hear beauty and can barely and I don't want to say he can barely speak when he when he 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 at one moment can barely speak and then the next moment he's just speaking so much that they time lapse him. Uh, Just goes to show he doesn't deal with Katina's a lot.
2: Oh my, you hit the nail on the head. He is not. He is not bagging Katina's. You are so right. Katina at this with the way that he talks and the way he behaves, Katina is so out of his league. And it's like he doesn't know how to handle it. And his only default is to be Isaac and to be yeah, to an Isaac who is ready. Yes. And to be an Isaac who is ready for marriage now. And so it's just like, it was, it's just so off putting. And I love that, um, Jela- or <laughs> Jelani, Jelani her yeah, friend, friend right? yeah. okay <laughs> i love that her friend was like look this guy all he's trying to do um he's just trying to like blow up from this mm-hmm.
1: yeah he's, he's I was high, like he's, high, he has an issue with right through him yes answers and then she's yes. doing this for attention and just wants to blow mm-hmm. up i was like yes Johnny, give it to him
2: yes yeah. and, and and even in that conversation the disrespect yeah that Elijah showed Jelani by like Jelani's trying to explain his 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 uh, his stance on how marriage is a final decision, and Elijah just like, I get what you are saying. I get what you are saying. I get I get what you are saying. Yeah, he's trying Bruh. to shut him up. Like, S- stop. Yeah. <laughs> yes,
1: it's tough. Um, it was rough. <laughs> it, that was quite a meeting. Uh, I was like, when they started this whole brunch thing, I was going to come on here and be like, why are we doing this? We just had family meetings at the wedding, but yeah. this this really made it like. This <laughs> made it, for it me. It was worth it. <laughs> um We we intercut the the uh Elijah One meeting with her friends scenes with uh, Katina uh meeting his quote unquote second mom. Uh, we still know where the mom, oh, first mom is, um but uh mm-hmm. she she gives Katina a little gift bag that has a shirt in it. Um, you know, that you know kind of signifies Katina now being the cheerleader for um, a large one that she used to be, which I think was pretty sweet and pretty nice.
3: Yeah, it's very interesting a that, Very thoughtful uh, gift. she doesn't meet with his brother and sister-in-law, uh, mm-hmm. who he also spoke over at um, the family barbecue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I recall. Um, but I, I thought mm-hmm. this was a very sweet uh, meeting. The idea of a handover was a very lovely and touching thing, I think, and, and Katina, I think, really appreciated it.
2: Yes. Yeah, it was really sweet. Uh, so
1: we get the like kind of the debrief about what happened with the families. Uh, you know, Elijah just really like, oh, I don't think your guy's a good judge of character because he's not, you know, he doesn't judge me a good character, so he must not have a good judge of character.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mia, who left us a response, uh, she said, uh, I thought we would see Olajuwon's mom, but then they said second mom. So I guess not. And also, how is Olajuwon going to tell Katina that her friend isn't a good judge of character? Like, get out of here with that. And, uh, yes. Retweet. Because yes. how how can you even utter that? Some a friend that has been in her life for way longer than you have for the past three days. And you're going to say, I don't think he's a good judge of character. Katina says, I know he is a good judge of character mm. before that. So it's like, is is she connecting the dots or she still have like googly eyes for this man? She says, maybe I'm blinded. Maybe you are. <laughs>
3: yeah. Because it's not just Elijah one. It's, being on the show, it, uh, and even if you are on the show for the right reasons, I do hate that expression, but even if you're on the show for the right reasons, you've got a beautiful gown. Your girlfriend's got lovely. I mean, her bridesmaids were just fabulous in their in – their, um, Tonal uh, gowns. I particularly liked her sort of bridal party. You get this beautiful bouquet. You get the excitement of the day. You get the photography. You get um, this person that at first sight you think is very handsome. Um, Mm -hmm. You have tattoos. He has tattoos. So she is not just sort of loving on him. I think she's loving, as perhaps they all are except for Alyssa, loving on the whole Mm -hmm. experience. And I think you can be uh, pushed along by that, and I would really like to know when her confessional, bullet, uh, her confessional about maybe I'm blinded came in the timeline, uh, because I like that she has that moment of reflection of thinking, and I think she's talking about the whole
2: situation uh, and not just uh, not just him. Did y'all notice on the after party that Lajwan's new neck No, what was it? It was like right below his chin. It went all the way up, but all the way up his neck. I don't feel like he Mm. had that before. Mm. More bad. It looked fresh. (laughs) It looked fresh, but it was in because he had his shirt kind of open. Yes. Um, Was at the at the wedding. Yeah. Um, She didn't know he had tattoos. Oh, yeah, so right yeah, right. this one yeah. he she definitely would have seen. seen it yeah. went all the way up his like above his Adam's apple. Yeah. I don't know what she it was, was. More bad decisions a
1: <laughs> He must really like his job security yeah.
2: he ran out of spots
1: oh uh, yeah, yeah anyway <laughs> so and it's- it's an interesting dichotomy for like before and after Puerto Rico, right yeah. like we loved Lindsay before Puerto Rico, and then we didn't like Lindsay after Puerto Rico. <laughs> right. We didn't like Elijah Juan before Puerto Rico, and we get a little better side of Elijah one after Puerto Rico yeah. as he's able to defuse the situation and kind of like forget about it. You know, after the after they get to the honeymoon, have the whole plane fall out. Uh, you know, he's very, you know, I don't need an apology from Lindsay. It's fine. We'll just move on. He's like he says multiple times, I don't want this to ruin our honeymoon. Hmm. Um. But then, I feel like we kind of backslide a little bit. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Um. You know. They're in the. Uh, he and Katina are in the bed, uh, getting ready to go to sleep, I guess. And he's talking about her vulnerability and asking her why she can't be vulnerable with him. Uh, I felt like I read something into this that they were trying to hint at. I feel like he might have been trying to say, like, why haven't we consummated our marriage yet?
3: Mm,
2: because that's a, yeah. I didn't even, I am naive. I didn't even see it that way. I was like, what do you want her to be vulnerable about?
1: Because yeah. right, I'm, like, I'm thinking, like, what could he mean? Like, what, what, what are you yeah. talking about? He like,
2: said there was a wall. And right. wall is a really
3: interesting. The wall is no sex. Yes, this, it's yeah. the wall between them as they lie there in bed.
1: Yeah, and she says that, you know, he's putting pressure on her, mm-hmm. which just kind of makes me feel like this is the vulnerable is code for, you know, why haven't we had sex yet? Like, you mm-hmm. know, you feel like you can't trust me. I'm not going to hurt you. This isn't going to be like those other times I told you about. Like, yeah. I'm your yeah. husband. I'm not other people. I'm your husband. No, sir. You are other people right now. You yeah. are, <laughs> yes, yes, we just got married, but literally, I met you two days ago.
3: Yeah. <laughs> right. and, and maybe this is, I mean, he is young. I think he is used to interactions with ladies being entirely sexual. And. Mm-hmm. Doesn't and, and perhaps there's an insecurity in him. If we haven't had sex, then what are we? Well, you're married, sir, so you know. Mm-hmm. And you're married to an eleven. Uh right. you, just, are <laughs> you are a six. You are a six. You are a you know, a decent six. Um you're a lucky strong six. a strong six. A 6. 9. A 6. 9. <laughs> but you're lucky she she is letting you in the same bed, I think. Um I hadn't actually, also, I hadn't thought about it being specifically sex, but now that you say it, and especially with her use of the word pressure, it does, uh, it mm-hmm. does kind of lead to that. Uh, maybe, maybe you have to wait. Maybe you have to wait. Yeah. I mean,
2: and, and, and she says like, she's scared to be vulnerable because she doesn't want to be disappointed. He's like, look, you can't be scared. Oh, okay. Well, that that's actually going to work. And then he's like, don't let past relationships dictate how you feel about me. Cause I'm your husband. It's like, that's a word. word. Uh It's just a word. You're just putting this word out there. Yeah,
1: he would never try to manipulate her. Like, that's what you're doing right now.
2: (laughs) Right. You're telling her why it it doesn't make sense why you're not being vulnerable because I'm your husband. So why else wouldn't you be vulnerable because I'm your husband?
1: Yeah, because I look at the word vulnerable, which especially this season is getting thrown around like no other time. We're hearing the word vulnerable (laughs) about 20 times an episode. Um, Mm -hmm. I just have to wonder, like, what does that mean? Like, is she refusing to tell you something? I don't think that is it. So I just, it has to be sex. Yeah. I just feel like that's code for like, why aren't we having sex yet? We're we're married now. Married people have sex when it is not that binary of a thing.
2: Yeah. And I mean, we've been kind of like pumping up Katina, but she did say one thing that rubbed me the wrong way. Um, so, they were, when they were recapping, yeah, <laughs> they were recapping this situation with Lindsay and Katina goes, I don't like when females bully other people, ma'am. What woman is saying females? Mm-hmm. Like it is females in that context is such a, just like you're trying to be insultive, insulting to someone and it's just like, it's so annoying when like men refer to women as females, like in a negative commentation, like, oh, you females do this, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you can call people women, you can call people ladies, you can call them whatever they would prefer to be called. But I don't know many people who are raising their hands saying, I want to be called a female. And it's just so you, you hear that from a woman so little that I was just like, Katina, why are you trying to match Olajuwon's energy right now? Don't that I, I did not like her, even though I did not like anything that Lindsay did. It was just like, I didn't like Katina saying females.
3: Yes, I, I think you're absolutely um, right. And it's very insightful of you to say that she's trying to match his energy because I think that's her. It's, if, if his uh, desire and expression of his husbandness is to have sex, I think her expression of her wifeness is to meet is to meet his energy, mm-hmm. good luck because of you know <laughs> right. his um, but and it might have been her version of uh, Mark. It, it, you know, our team. Yeah. I am on your team. But yes, I did. I did note that, um, but I forgot it in my. I was hypnotised by her bottom. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, females quite apart from anything else, everybody it's ungrammatical. Because female Mm -hmm. is an adjective and not a noun. But it also Mm -hmm. has now, you cannot use it without a pejorative tone to it.
2: Mm -hmm. Exactly. But she does tell him like she's good with moving with caution and he doesn't look too pleased with that.
1: Not at all. Um, (laughs) So... Uh, let's see. We get the on the next time on we get uh, a lot of the uh, Lindsay Katina argument we talked about a little bit, and we also get Elijah on saying, uh, you know, if you're offering another woman, why would I have, why would I not take that? What?
2: I think it's like a, a like a would y'all do a threesome? Yeah,
1: probably. And, and the Katina's like, yeah, that won't be happening over here. <laughs> right. Um,
3: yes, Elijah, when you're a six. She's an eleven. You that is already two women. Katina is <laughs> yeah. already two women for you. Yes.
2: <clears throat>
3: he doesn't realise. Uh, he did He did uh, catch me in the after party, though, because she. he was all of us when Alyssa was speaking and he oh, was yeah. r- desperately trying not to roll his eyes because he knew he was on, yes. on camera. And I thought, ah, uh, you are all of us in this moment well then after
1: she left he was definitely all of us talking about like you know exactly what happened like yes you know she did not like what she saw Mm -hmm. and she's now making excuses to get out of it yeah which is dead on
2: that's what i was so glad he said said that that. i was like i'm glad yeah yeah i was so glad that was televised and that he said (laughs) that because that is literally it he said that is bs and this is what it is. She didn't like him, made up an excuse. Now she's just trying to like find her way out of it. He says <laughs> his, his corny
1: ass friends,
2: yes, yeah, <laughs> these
1: corny reasons not to like him. I was like, give it all, of uh, All of Elijah, like, yeah. You, yeah, I'm up and down with you this week, Elijah. Yes, but yes, here, you're good.
3: He left us, us on a high because I thought, yes, yes, yes.
1: All, yes. Right, all right, all right, so. Let's uh let's get into the ratings here. Uh will go to you first this time. Where you where are you rating?
2: Uh, I am still thinking that Lajuan will be the detriment to this relationship and he has not shown me otherwise. He has shown me that he is able to he is able to partner with Katina in in adversity, but if I take a step back and look at their relationship itself and are they going to to say yes on decision day. I c I can't imagine nothing else is gonna happen leading up to to that day. So I'm gonna maintain my two.
1: Okay. Uh Sarah, what do you got? One,
2: one, one, one.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one.
1: Big flash and one. One. Um so uh I just think so here I I for this relationship, I don't think Elijah Wan is gonna do any like cheating or anything. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he's going to be try to be too, like, controlling. Yes. He's going to be trying so hard to win this relationship, to have this relationship be successful, but he does not know what a real relationship is yet. hmm He decided to go from zero to 100 with nothing in between. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he he's just now stopped being a dog, but now he's going to get married to this stranger. He doesn't know how to act in a relationship
2: yeah, the right way. He's Immature,
1: right? Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, you know, he, he's he, we see in the previews for the season he's going to get very really worked up over uh, something on her phone, which probably, if I was to guess, is something very insignificant, <laughs> which yes. he's going to get agitated about because he doesn't know what a real relationship should be. yeah he's it's probably married.
2: Jelani texting her something. Yeah, something. Exactly. <laughs> How are you?
1: Yeah, yeah. he is. Yet he has decided to marry a stranger without being in a real relationship first. So yeah. I am still, honestly, I have thought about going up to a three. Oh, because I feel like Jamie and Beth are still the model of this relationship.
2: <laughs> True. Yeah. Now
1: Sarah might not know who that is, but it's a very fiery couple that are still together. That to this argue, day. that fight like cats and dogs.
2: They, well, they had screaming work. matches. They slept in different bedrooms. They slammed she doors. The table. She yes. the table. But that sounds
3: like they matched each other in that. I don't. Yeah, I mean true. we've seen Katina rear back uh, for her man on, in the Lindsay situation. Um, I put that down I as much like it, to her dislike of Lindsay as her support of Elijah. Warren. I don't. I don't see them meeting in this. But it, I could be wrong.
1: I feel like Katina can give as good as she gets. And I feel like she can also ignore him when he's being an idiot, which is Mm. another, like another tack to go. When someone is acting crazy, you fight back by not reacting.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, Certainly
3: certainly in that preview uh, with the phone that we saw, Mm -hmm. she's very calm. and She's not explaining herself at all. And he wants, as he he snatches the phone and she doesn't try and get it back. She doesn't explain herself. She just kind of maybe lets him have his little tantrum and wear himself
2: out.
1: Yeah, and that's a, that's a yeah. tactic. Um, but I'm going to stick with my two for now. So mm-hmm. it's a two for me.
2: All right. We're at two, two, one.
1: Yep. All right. We got one more <laughs> couple left. Uh, and this is oh, going to yeah. be easy. So Asia a couple, you like, That's a
2: loose one. term.
1: Oh, yes. It's a very a, loose term. A couple as in <laughs> two people that exist in the world people
2: that exist (laughs) Yes. yes um yeah so we we have two people here we have Alyssa and chris um it uh these these two are just i mean we left last week with them uh with her you know making up this reason why she is having reservations and wants to sleep in a different room um and so we start off here with you know he's like This is so out of left field. And we do know for sure they're going to sleep in different rooms. And he asked her if they could talk off camera. And so they ended up talking at like 2.30 a.m. And she ended up telling him they just didn't vibe. Um, But before that, she's a
1: 15 year old. (laughs) Right.
2: Right. Um, So they before that, the the night before she um, she grabs her, she grabs her bag, leaves and he's like, well, maybe my friend said something. And he's like, I felt like I spent the entire day trying to make her feel comfortable. And at this moment, I just feel so bad for Chris. I just want to reach through the screen and just like hug him and be like, it's okay, It's not you. It's her. It's it's all her. And um, one of our loyal listeners, South Jersey Pete, um, they said uh, by the way I'm pretty sure Alyssa is Jewish and so am I which explains the glass at the wedding that they stopped um, the, the and there did not appear to be um, chupa which is also typical and is something that the bride and groom stand under when they're getting married um, and they say this because it looked like Alyssa had a Jewish sorority on her tote bag when she was leaving the room oh, so
1: good eye good
2: eye good eye right yeah um so yeah, we have we have uh Chris alone in the hotel room and we know that, you know, even though they talked last night, they didn't vibe. She came here for the vibes, guys. That's mm. why you get married. You just want the vibes. Mm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, Jason, are are the vibes just always great in a marriage?
1: No. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> And I yeah, will say nothing not more thing. than that. Just in case right. people are listening.
2: How's the vibe? People I, I may not name, but in case yeah. people.
1: <laughs> yeah. My, our vibe so right is- now is great. Just in case anyone's listening. Vi, right. Vi right now is great. Right.
3: Pre, 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 if I could just um, say pre this, pre them getting married. Uh, I mm-hmm. had questions. I had questions about Alyssa. I tucked them away in the back of my mind but then after this episode I went back to some notes that i would made and there were a couple of things mm-hmm. that really caught my eye one of them was I felt that her friends let her down in the wedding gown try-on when she said how are the boots and they all went oh they're great I now they're know beautiful. it's not the friends who let <laughs> her down I now know it that you cannot question Alyssa. There is no question <laughs> yeah. of her in any way. So what I thought mm-hmm. was bad friends saying that the gold boots were fine. Uh, it turns out to be they know it's more than their life is worth to
2: speak <laughs> against her. They know her.
3: And the yeah. other thing that was really peculiar and you know there's a lot of um, normativeness or normativity, however you would say that, conservatism around the very act of marriage. Marriage is wonderful if if that's what you would like to have. But there are ways to be married and there are ways to get married. She said that she wanted to walk herself down the aisle because her father couldn't walk that far and had back problems. And I just immediately thought, well, put him in a seat in the front row. Halfway, yeah. Walk down the aisle perhaps with your mother And when you get to the place that your father is sitting, he will rise and take your arm. I'm sure he can do two steps, or even if he can't do two steps, he can stand with you. And I thought here is someone who is, it's either if you can't walk me down the whole aisle, then I won't. Is she embarrassed about what it would look like if her father can't walk properly? Uh, And so there was an externality about her. That worried me, but you know, having met Chris, and I know the teeth. See, I like his teeth because they're Australian teeth. We don't, we 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 appreciate mm. American teeth, but we don't have them. Uh, his <laughs> teeth were fine; they're strong. They're they're not fully white, and they're a little bit uh, not straight. But I thought, even that, I said, ah, they're, they're they're building up this teeth thing with Alyssa and Chris, and maybe they'll be fine together. But uh, as soon as she saw him basically it was over and I think what you've said in the past um, episodes is true she decided no and from that moment there was absolutely nothing that could be done I'm amazed she married him
2: yeah exactly I think I need to see the part of the contract that says you have to say yes because in what situation is this woman saying yes at the altar like it, it has to be like oh you're guaranteed this amount of stipend if you go through with it um, because then they're left with four couples for the rest of the, the season because they're not going to try to rematch anybody and then be on a, a different timeline. Um, but the, the morning after the wedding, she comes over for coffee. Uh, Chris is really worried that she's checked out. Or completely say, already this,
1: this production mandated meeting i'm sure I right think almost every time we see them in a room together production had to wrangle her for like 20 minutes they would be like yeah. come on you gotta come in come on let's go
3: <laughs>
2: right?
1: like i don't want to go i don't want to i'm not right. happy like come on let's go
2: <laughs> i wish they had shown that because i'm sure that happened um she feels like they're two different people she feels like they don't have a lot in common because yeah. she knows a wealth of information about about him at this point <laughs> I and mean, that, that is sarcasm. She's
1: like, we're two different. We have different ways of living. We have different core values. We have yes. different core beliefs. Like you got all this from not even talking to the man
2: mm. from At this point they haven't spent an hour together. Once.
1: Right. Like I understand he likes this golf but I mean, come on. <laughs> I
2: mean That's that
3: would a be quirk. a that would be a turn off. And again, I mean he's a he's a cute <laughs> guy. He's somebody's little little hobbit. I mean, he's a sweet mm. fellow. He's perfectly pleasant looking. He's like a nice potato is you know yeah. uh, to somebody's taste and up until yeah. up until here i'm thinking okay she has the cold feet she doesn't know how to get out of it and there's a moment where he so kindly to me i mean i'm not saying it's all her and it's none of it's him but it's all her and none of it's him where he so kindly mm-hmm. says to her shall we just go on the honeymoon shall we just have a good experience Shall we just Mm -hmm. be together? He is offering, he's not demanding anything. He's offering, look, let's just go. Um, And I thought, oh, that's good. Okay, so this is, so I sort of was almost with her now. I thought, okay, she's been really honest. They're going to go on this trip and maybe we just see them be civil and companionable. Oh, no, she must punish him at every opportunity for the fact Mm -hmm. that she's not happy. She is not happy. She is not happy. He finally turns, which I didn't think he was going to. But uh, who who, who is this woman and who told her that treating human (laughs) beings like this was okay?
2: At this point, it feels like she hates him and he has done nothing. She is behaving like he is the bane of her existence. And the least she could do is just acknowledge the fact that she's not attracted to him and they can move forward as friends. But like even before they have brunch, she's like, OK, look, I just want to take things plate at a slow pace. Like we can just go as far as we can through this experience, no matter what the outcome is. And so it sounds like she's in a place of doing that, of just being nice.
1: Let's get this free trip to Puerto Rico. Yes,
3: <laughs> yes
2: right. Let's get us to page. Right. Um, we're in, so this, we're in this
3: awful situation together. Like he's in right. it as well. It's not just
2: you. He's, she thinks it's her experience. Yeah.
3: She feels very much that it's entirely her experience. Um, mm-hmm. And not, Chris, I can't imagine what this is like for you. I can't imagine how disappointed you. I know how disappointed I am. You must be disappointed we're in this together. Let's just, and I thought that's what I what I wrote. Funny, I'm sitting turning back. Towards her at this point where she mm-hmm. seems to say, let's just go and have this this OK yeah. time and let's be nice and have the trip.
2: Yeah. So he, he has brunch with her mom and her friend and he tells them like he's honest, like she's had some concerns because she doesn't think we're compatible and she just wants to be friends. And her mom is just like, why? Well, I- I I think he's great.
4: <laughs> like her mom, mom is just totally. Mom like runs
2: off
1: to guard. him. Mom <laughs> runs to him when, when she sees him, like to jump in his arms, give him a hug. Yes. Like Mom loves him so much. I follow it was interesting, like mom is like well you know she's uh she's just like that she needs some time Mm -hmm. to get used to you and like she tells confessional like i think chris is a wonderful guy he seems really nice maybe that's why they're matched because they're so different (laughs)
2: like
1: (laughs) Like, so you know that your daughter is human garbage So you know like you, you you readily admit that
2: even the friends like she's always been particular, but like and like sometimes she can be pretty rash. But like, get, okay, the honeymoon may be a good thing because you know y'all get to spend some time together. And Chris, at this point, they've just given him so, like an ounce of hope, and so he's like, "Look, if she's even one percent into this, I'm all in." And I was like, "Chris, you deserve better than well, that." We talked, about, we
1: talked about desperation with Mark, and I'm feeling that also with Chris. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, and, and that's that's sad. But and the thing is like. You know, he sees if she's one percent in. I'm I'm in and I just want him to go to her and be like, you know, uh, I heard some things today that aren't great about you. Right. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I think you're right. Maybe she's in this because I've heard some things about you that aren't great. And just based on what I've heard.
2: I'm talking to you about you. Yes. Yeah. It's over. And she's gonna be like, I can't believe you're basing your opinion on me of re- over something you've heard. How dare you! <laughs> he is painting me out so- to be a monster. <laughs> it's just like, oh, go look in the mirror, please. Yeah. Just go look in the mirror. Um, so she decides to just live a lie when she goes to have brunch with his mom and sister and friend. And uh, his mom says, "Like, hey, like they did a good match, um, and or they did a good job with matching y'all." And um, we find out Alyssa tells us, "Like, I don't feel comfortable telling them about last night. It's it's weird, and I don't like it." And his his friend says, "You know, just so you know, real estate doesn't sleep. You know, you might. I'm not saying you might come second, but it's one of those situations where it's around the clock. Sometimes you might see him checking his phone. He's working." And cut to Alyssa. Okay, so he doesn't have. He's, she's telling us. Okay, he doesn't have work-life balance. As soon as real estate came out of Mar- uh, Chris's friend's mouth, I was like, "Oh, she's going to use this. Like, Did this you is going to be ammo." Did
1: y'all hear that? He said I'm going to come second to yeah. real estate. Like, no, he literally said the opposite. Yeah, he said you are not going to come second.
3: Right. I. He. I am going to come second. That's what his friend just said.
2: Yeah, she at this like she's literally just using anything she can. It's just like adding to her her toolkit of why she's trying to get out of here because she wants to do everything but say, I'm not attracted to him. So they they get their gift basket to find out they're going to Puerto Rico. And, uh, you know, Chris is just not convinced she's not at a zero at this point um he says like okay are you like how are you feeling about going on this trip with me and like with the other couples and she's like well i'm really ready to go on the trip uh this trip to be with the other couples Ugh. and you know like you mentioned earlier sarah she's just like he's like look let's just remove everything let's go hang out let's explore she's mm, i'm not i'm not really a big explorer on vacation he's like okay well maybe we can like do some shopping she's like mm, i like the beach and she's like it just rubs me she tells us in confessional it just rubs me the wrong way he's just like a yes man like any if he wants to do something and I want to do the opposite then he's like yeah 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 then we can do that he's just yesing me to death well she's like you what can go do things want? too
1: you can go do things too like don't be around me oh he, he's like she's like I got I have to go to the beach She's like I like the beach I can do the beach right. sure I'm right. trying like she complained that they have no similar interests they have no similar things he, when he says I will do what you want to do because I like the beach too she's like ah why does he just keep saying he wants to do things with
3: what? Me? He <laughs> likes three things. He likes exploring, going shopping, and going to the beach. Which one would you like to do, Alyssa? I'd like to go to the beach. <laughs> then I'll go to the beach with you. She is punishing him for something that We're he did not do. Yeah. None of this is his fault. He goes above and beyond, which is why I loved it when he turned. And just there was a moment later I thought, God, she's such a gaslighter. And he tells us, (laughs) is she gaslighting me? It's like, yes, Chris. Yes.
2: Yes. (laughs) All of America at the same time. Not even America. All the world world. says at the same time. Yes, she is. Thank you. Thank you. you. Join the party. And thank you for (laughs) calling her out. At which
3: point she's disrespected and it's in front of the cameras. And I'm sorry, I'm jumping because. down a little bit now. But this is where we understand why her friends told her that the gold boots were fine. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. So they go to Puerto Rico and they're there. She's not even interacting with them. The other couples are just like, I haven't even seen them interact. She walks right by him at the airport. He's like, well, Aly- Alyssa walked right by me. Didn't say a word. Um, she, he's like, there's no way the other couples don't see something's wrong. Like, they see that we're different than they are. And, uh, Michael's like, yeah, I, I haven't seen much, uh, much of Alyssa and Chris interacting. <laughs> it's just like two straight, they, they literally looked like just two strangers. Not, there's no effort on her part. So yeah. it's like he can't be in alone. And he,
1: we have the scene where Mark comes in and apologizes, talking on all the couches. She is, <laughs> as far away from chris as you can possibly be on the same couch i just how how this woman has convinced herself yeah that this man is literally an evil monster that if she gets into <laughs> any contact with him that she will be poisoned and she will die or something like just right. it's just the like the worst possible person she can be she is being it. i
2: don't yes you know.
3: social distancing between them is is double yeah, right. what you need for covid
2: She's just like, how dare he try to hang out with me in, on this honeymoon? How dare like, he be kind what and What is understanding? he thinking?
3: What does he want?
2: <laughs> what does he want from me? Me? Perfect. What? Ace. <laughs> I'm ace. Yes. Ace,
1: baby. Ace. Oh,
2: it's so annoying. Um, and, and so we we finally get them back in the room like, okay, this is a conversation that they're about to have. They go out on the balcony and he's like, look, I don't know whether I should try or not to try. And she's just trying to act like nothing's wrong. She's like, it's so gorgeous out here. And um <laughs> <laughs> And it's just like, are you serious? You just did you just ignored me this entire day. And you're gonna talk about the scenery?
1: Alyssa is ready to like move on with this and be like, let's just be cool. Like let's just mm-hmm. let's just be cordial in front of the cameras. And then any other time, I will totally ignore you. But while the camera's (laughs) on us, let's just say nice things about the scenery and leave it at that.
2: Yes she doesn't feel comfortable staying in the same room to, with someone she doesn't know very well because the other couples are staying in the same room but they know so much about each other, right? Because they all just got married three days ago.
1: You know what um, the show is. You know what right? that was going to happen. Like, yes. stop it. Like like I said last week, if this was Luke Bryan standing at the other end of the aisle when she got there, she would have been all over him. She'd have been yes. all about it. She'd have been ready to get into the hotel room. Like, I don't want to mm-hmm. hear this nonsense about, why are you being so mean to me because I said i'm not comfortable sleeping in the yes. same room as someone else like right. come on like
3: she's I'm so not so... happy and normally when like I, I, I say she i'm she not happy like people a child. rush to make me happy okay. why isn't it working
2: i'm not happy
3: everybody yeah. i'm not happy <laughs> and everyone's going okay so, so you're not childish. happy so, so
2: if you are not happy, go home. Uh-huh. What are you doing in Puerto Rico on a honeymoon yeah. if you don't want to talk to your husband? Yeah. So she just he he feels like she wanted the perfect person. And she's like, well, no, I didn't expect the perfect person. Just like you feel jit, I feel jit. like we're we both we're in. She's basically trying to make gaslight him into believing they're in this together. They're both disappointed. And she's like, there's been nothing but problems since the second we met. We're different. We, we have differences in core values, beliefs, uh, hobbies, our personalities, every way, shape, or form. We're different. And
1: <laughs> how <laughs> do you like, get that? I just I, I just don't know. Like, You've spoken to friends and family for uh, collectively 30 minutes, including the wedding, including the brunch. You've spoken to him for less time than that.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Like she took uh, one. She took one look at him. And that was it. Door, you know, yeah. the portcullis came down. So be honest. Don't marry yeah. him.
1: But guess what, Alyssa? Guess what? Newsflash: what? You and Chris are in the same damn league.
3: Stop <laughs>
0: it.
1: This man is perfect for you.
2: Yes. You are like Sadly. stop
1: it. We talked right. about like. Come on. Here's 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 what Alyssa did. Alyssa applied for every single reality dating show. She yes.
2: Applied.
1: She really wanted to be on The Bachelor. That's where she wanted to be. She did. The Bachelor did not accept she her. If it
2: was Clayton at the end of that aisle, you wouldn't be able yes. to tell her nothing. She would have thought she had the man of her dreams. It's like applying for like a list of
1: jobs that you don't even look at the description of the job. You just need a job so bad that you're going to apply for every <laughs> yeah. single job you see. And whoever calls you, that's who you're going to go with. Yeah. And she was like, oh, well, this is going to be great. I'm going to get a, a, my dream guy because I'm telling them what my dream guy is. And then she turns to the aisle, he's Chris. She's like, nope, this is yeah. over. I'm out. Yeah. But guess it, it what, Alyssa? Was, uh, Chris is the perfect man for you. Chris is yes. in your league.
3: He's kind. He's got money. He's a real estate agent, for heaven's sake. Uh, he's steady. Yes. But she talked about him like, like the waitress brought her the wrong salad. This wasn't yes. anything that I wanted. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, nothing of this is what I want. No, nothing from my list. Right. He's a pulse, sweetie, and he can stand to be yeah. in the same room as you and he's prepared to give you a go despite how you've treated him. Even after mm-hmm. she walked past him at the airport, totally ignored him. And he looks yeah. at us in a sort of helpless Jim gym, gym Halpin way like, what? What?" Yeah. <laughs> right. He still wants to walk down to the beach with her. He still wants to sit and have the drink with her. Yeah. He, he, she's, lucky. she's lucky that he's him and not someone else because they would have turned well before he actually turned.
1: Well, just right. like she's like, well, I'm a ten, and they stuck me with a two. No, sweetie, yes, you're both sevens. Okay,
3: <laughs> right? you're yeah. both sevens. Be with a seven
1: man and live your seven life. <laughs>
2: yes, your sevens.
1: <laughs> you can have a very nice seven life.
2: Just take it. Right. It so so like she reached her breaking point out on the balcony and with him saying, like, you never put in any effort. And yep. she's like, well, you're calling me a liar. And he's yep. like, well, yeah, you never put in any effort. And she's like, I'm a nice person. Just be nice to me. She's inside complaining to production that he's not nice to her because she's a nice person. And she found out that he said something to her, her family and best friend. And I would never do that to you. And he's like, well, what did you want me to do? Lie? She's like, well, that was confidential. And then she explains on the after party that it was confidential because there were no cameras and they had decided to keep what they talked about between them two and then she's like dude we're not compatible it's like what is wrong with you she's like i didn't
1: do that to you but like i there's nothing that you could say that i did right like what do you mean you didn't do that to me there's nothing to snitch on me about like (laughs) like she's mad because he snitched on her to her family and she probably got talking to from her mother or something like she's mad because he snitched on her to it to her mom it's like i didn't do anything for you to snitch on me about so i'm not even sure where you're coming from with that
3: i mean Uh, what did she do she sat at a brunch with the people who are closest to this man. And she sat yes. there with what uh, my friend, the hooker from the old days, used to call a face like a burst ass. She sat there <laughs> and did not give them the courtesy of even pretending to discuss, find out anything. Yep. Okay, you don't want to talk about how it's not working with Chris? Ask them questions. Where did you go to school? What do you like to do? This is how you deflect and don't tell people things that you don't want to. Is well, you, no, she yeah. went
1: She went to that meeting with a notepad looking for more. Yeah. Looking for more, more evidence, reasons to leave. Yeah, for more reasons to not be there. To more justification for what she wants. She didn't hear anything else
3: Nothing. besides
1: the things that she could get out of.
3: This is common courtesy to sit in a social mm-hmm. situation and and Bring your best self. I mean, I don't know if either of you have experienced it. You might be with a person and you might have an argument on the way to a dinner party.
1: I've never uh, had an argument with my wife, Sarah. Thank you. I love my wife. Our vibes are good. (laughs) Our vibes are great.
3: Okay. Yep. (laughs) Uh, So, Asia, maybe you and I. And you get to the dinner. Now it is the social contract that you behave pleasantly. And yeah. you don't bring your first ass face to this to this situation. So yeah, I, I don't know who told her that she was queen shit, but um, whoever that person was, they they did her a disservice. <laughs>
2: Yes. So, it, I mean, it, it, she sits there
1: like, why can't you just be nice to me? Which is AKA, yeah. like, why Why are you still causing problems? Like, why are you still asking about why I don't find yes. you? attractive? Like, can't you just Except sit here with my me? Answer. Yeah. Why can't you just sit here with me and enjoy the free vacation we're getting? It's not bothering me.
2: Right. She's <laughs> like, I just hope moving forward he can respect me. He can just respect me. Girl, he's been trying to respect you since the moment he met you.
1: Dude, you're not compatible.
2: <laughs> I'm not happy.
3: It's
2: everybody
1: else's fault. And she puts her hat over her face. Oh like, gosh. I don't want to be filmed. I don't want, <laughs> want to be so photographed.
2: Good. Yes. So like, and has the nerve to say, it's just gonna take it's gonna take a while to build back that trust. But, what are you just pulling war- sentences out of thin air? What you just said made right no sense. Her
3: burst pass. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor uh, Chris. Chris. Is there anyone you can think of in the previous 13 seasons that would have been a nice match for Chris? I'd like him to have a nice girl. Oh. A nice woman. Um, There's uh, somebody out there. There's somebody out there. Uh, Just, it's not a list. A lot
1: of people compare compare them to uh, David and Ashley from another season where she wasn't into the guy, but she wasn't mean about it.
2: Yes. She was was very, she, she was nice. I feel like that would be
1: someone in Chris's, like, Stratosphere. Um, I just. It feels like. It feels like. Like uh, Alyssa saw all the vitriol that Marla got last season mm-hmm. in the early seasons, and Alyssa's like, "Oh yeah, well, hold my rose, because I'm about to. <laughs> I'm about to like blow you out of the water, mirla Because yeah. I. So so Asia. Uh, can we think in the past thirteen seasons? Uh, female villainesses.
2: Maybe like a Sam. Remember Sam and Neil from season three. Yes. The same season with David and Ashley. Maybe Sam. Okay, she seems.
1: But I think Alyssa. Like, my, Alyssa might take the cake. What do you think?
2: Oh, for villains. I think you meant matching up with uh, uh You know, for villains is
1: like. I mean, because I think you know, I. I feel like Johnny's worse than her. Chris is worse than her, like this. Mm. This is just for females. I think she might take the cake for
2: females. <gasps> I'm sorry. Oh no, I did
1: it for women. I'm sorry. You can say female, oh, contestants. Oh, shit. And yes, female contestants. That's you, correct. You weren't oh,
2: you weren't being negative, so yeah. it's okay. So, so I mean, for women. The um, thing about Merla is that Merla thought that um, Gill
3: was, and I agree with her. You know, absolutely gorgeous. She was right. The thing mm-hmm. about Alyssa is I don't. I don't blame her or put stink on her because she doesn't find Chris attractive because she doesn't find Chris uh, vibing because she doesn't find Chris to be anything that she wants. None of that is laid at her feet. But the way she has treated him and the effect that she has, that he has done something wrong. He has disrespected her. He has lost her trust. has pressured her production is making her cry production is filming her when she didn't want to be filmed because she was on a reality tv show about getting married that there's going to be film cameras and they filmed her and she's not happy Mm. this female contestant is uh, 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 there's something very unpleasant about her
2: yeah i i I can't th- I like the closest I could think of is Molly and John where John ended up with the expert. Um Molly tried to hide it. But she tried <laughs> yeah. and then she just well, couldn't she hide caught. it anymore.
1: No, she right. called Arcanda camera. So just
2: like yes, yeah, she's literally just the meanest we've seen. I think if we had to give awards in an off-season podcast about meanest woman in married first sight, it's just like you're you're, she, I mean, we've hit on all the points. She's she's trying to blame him for something he didn't do. We wouldn't be mad at her if she was just honest. Like, look, I'm just not attracted to him. That's it. Like, plain and simple. And I don't think I can get past that. Then, OK, at least you're being honest, but you're not punishing this guy, making him think he's like he's being dramatic about the situation or that he's done something.
1: Yeah, she was just like, I don't find you attractive, but let's just, let's play this out. Let's be friends. Let's hang out. Yeah. Let's do things together. Uh, she's in a room with two beds. Like, just let him sleep in the yeah, other bed. What's like, wrong,
2: yeah, what's wrong with sleeping in the same room in different beds?
1: All right. So, you know, it, she's the commitment. way she's going about this is the problem that we have. We don't have a problem with her. We talked last week about... Did the experts do her dirty? Uh, we we came to the conclusion, yes, they did. But it's the way that she's handling it that is the problem.
2: Exactly. Yep, that's what it boils down to. 100%. We did see them on the next time on stand-up paddleboarding. So maybe they are going to try to enjoy the rest of the honeymoon, but then later we see her not happy.
1: They threatened her stipend. She was like, "Fine, (laughs) I will act as if I can stand him for half a day," but then it wears (laughs) off. Do an activity.
3: (laughs) That is literally what happens. Every scene that we see of them, production has gone to her and said, "We will withhold Mm -hmm. your money if you do not do this scene."
2: Yeah. So. That leads us to the ratings. Well, before that.
3: Do we need to do the ratings
1: anymore for a Cressa Lesson?
3: Coming to the after
2: party. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Let's please do that. Take it away, Sarah. Dr. Sarah. Well, the turning of the ankle in the gold strappy
3: shoe, she was a cat on a hot tin roof. And when, and I wrote down, she cannot be questioned. Mm -mm. she cannot be questioned it was the mildest of she was being attacked with a wet sponge flop flop, Uh, now
1: you say that sarah but i was chanting rudy rudy
0: Rudy," (laughs) many times
1: in this you know what i know i said i'm gonna call her rudy i'm gonna give her respect she needs And I'm going to call her Keisha. Mm
0: -hmm. I might even say
1: I'm going to call her KNP from now on Mm -hmm. because she did the damn thing. She did not not let Alyssa slink away with half-ass. That is true. Mm
0: -hmm. And
3: and she she started with her and then she said, we'll leave it there, but we'll come back to it. Yes. Mm -hmm. But it was still very mild questioning. I mean, she didn't stop questioning. So, yes, she didn't stop questioning. But she wasn't gotcha and she wasn't in attack mode. But she wouldn't let Alyssa get away with not answering the question. So in that way, you're right. And that's the moment yeah. where Alyssa said, I am taking off my thing and I am walking
2: up and I am walking up.
1: Because uh, you're so important that we care as oh you walk her off gosh. the
2: set. Oh, she stormed off set. She stormed. Oh, cool. Mm.
1: And by the way, Alyssa, we get it. You like your shoulders. Every every outfit this woman has on, she needs to show off her shoulder. Like yeah. one of her shoulders.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: Can I just ask something about that after show? Have they seen the episode or do they just see those clips for the first time as they're showing? Asia
1: thinks they only see the clips. Right.
2: I think they only see the clips because it is filmed after the season has finished, but it isn't present. So it's not like it's the episode has is about to air for us the following week or something like that. Right. So I, I think they've only seen snippets.
3: Yeah, because they certainly all turn eagerly to see the mm-hmm. to see the snippet, yeah. which is which is fun. Um yeah. it was it was an interesting um after party. I mean we've we've talked as we went about the people that were there, yeah. but uh she was desperately uncomfortable, did not want to be there, could not be questioned. Because yeah. um Rudy was asking her what happened from your point of view? Here is your chance to explain how you were wronged and by boom. And she yep. could not come up with anything. She couldn't come up with anything. So she had to
2: walk off
3: because yep. she's been disrespected.
2: She's like, how can I avoid yes. not saying that I was not attracted? <laughs>
3: and the same
1: like the last show, I was just like, K&P was like, uh, well, I guess the viewers are going to have to just, you know, take what they see since you won't give right. us anything else so they're going to hate you this was immediately <laughs> right. a chance to explain something to try and salvage anything of your reputation that you could but you yeah. just won't take
0: it mm-hmm.
2: so not I guess point.
1: the viewers are just going to have to take what they see which is going to be <laughs> right. a savage edit for you so sure, enjoy wonderful. that on social media for the rest of your days sweetie
2: avoid it so private it's not going it, to be, so yeah. be a good uh,
1: time for you
3: and yes. she thanked Elijah one and, and Mac for being there. And then she looked Mac at the camera there? and said, and Alyssa, thank you for being
1: here. <laughs> KMP, I loved it. She kept, she she kept it so classy. Yeah. I loved it. The whole time she kept it classy.
2: She's been killing it as the host of the After killing Party, it, by the way. It. I, it. Love, I love it. Because um, sometimes Jamie will let people get off easy, but mm. he just said, uh-uh, I want you to answer the question. We're not moving on. But they
3: weren't even tough quite This is the thing.
2: Right. When I yeah, said it was a
3: wet sponge, I didn't mean K&P was a wet sponge. I meant the question was. I mean, the question yeah. was simply, why don't mm-hmm. you tell us what it was that how you were wronged? And when yeah. I couldn't answer, but really, why don't you tell us how you were wronged?
1: You know. Yeah. yeah at this point, production knows uh, not to push too hard on her, or she will self destruct. So yeah. they were like, just be light at first. Just keep trying to. Push a little bit, but yeah, she just yeah, yeah didn't work out
3: well.
2: So, yeah. are we allowed to zero? Because there's no, <laughs> right. there's no chance. <laughs> we issued ones down the board. Someone on Twitter said like a Negative, yeah, one. negative five
1: thousand or something. Negative um, five
2: thousand. What I would yeah, like so, to say about this couple hilarious. is I
3: hope that the exposure brings out some lovely women for Chris. That would like to go out oh yeah i'm
1: sure he's still people so. in his dms as That's we cool. speak yeah um, yeah he
2: was at literally he was in vegas the past few days because uh, i follow him on instagram he's posting stories in vegas look at asia so. stock <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> right. so instead maybe like i, I we're all ones down the board i'm I'm sure yeah yeah can we have a prediction um will they make it past next week's episode
2: oh I think they'll only make it in term. I think next week will be the the end, or if they leave out on a cliffhanger, just so they can finish it off the following episode, and then maybe we'll check in with Chris later mm. in the season. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think I think they will get out of the honeymoon, but I think once they get back to Boston, is they won't ever see each other again. Right, and That's she will be thrilled.
2: Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that's it for this episode. You're going to add something? No, not at all. No, I no. I, I, I feel <laughs> as
3: exhausted as if I'd been on an airplane <laughs> trip with Lindsay.
1: Yeah. I mean, right. This was a long one, but we had so much. To we had so through. much to
2: unpack. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, Sarah. It's always a pleasure. Oh, it's my pleasure.
1: Yes. yes. Doc, thank you so much for popping right. on again. Again, a fantastic analysis of all combatants involved.
2: Uh, Right,
3: (laughs) Sarah, where can people find you? Uh, They can follow me on Twitter if they feel for it, at Sarah Carradine. And I've just finished recapping Landscapers on Post Show Recaps with the wonderful Grace Leader, so you can find me over there with the the full episode recaps. Uh,
2: That was a, a real fun time, so I hope you will enjoy it too. Awesome, and then with my my wonderful co-host, there there is this TikTok trend right now with people wanting men to stop buying microphones and and being on podcasts. But I can't say that about you. I really enjoy your perspective. You have provided so much a uh, great male perspective, male married perspective on this podcast. So yes. thank you for very that.
1: Very happily, very happily, male <laughs> married perspective.
2: He's very married right. <laughs> uh not
1: right. too far away. Um, right? so Where can anyway, people find you? Um I'm on Twitter at JAYR1085. Uh recently I was on Robin Nita podcast talking about how I met your father which yeah, I was, was. Subsequent, subsequently dragged for uh, for my <laughs> for my fire takes.
2: Yes. <laughs> um and then Oh yeah, we also played uh, some uh, Jackbox games. Uh, uh, Asia really,
1: uh, really <laughs> tricked everybody into thinking that she could not play this game, and then came out <laughs> and whipped everyone's tail and won the last game that we played of a certain of a uh, what was it called? Asia uh, it or something? Word,
2: uh, oh, uh, espionage. Espionage.
1: Uh, I think espionage. Gaspionage. That's what it was. Yes. Uh, the Jackbox thing. <laughs> she, she did poorly for the first three games and they came out and just swept everyone <laughs> in the final game.
2: She hustled you. I literally got last in the first three games. And then (laughs) the fourth game, we played so much. I finally figured out how to play the The game. game So So, so thank thank Rob for that, for continuing to run it back. Um, But yeah, everyone, you can find me on... Twitter at Asia, like Asia, A-Y-S-H-A, like A-S-I-A. Um, I, you can keep up with whatever I'm doing there with, you know, Celebrity Big Brother coming up, Big Brother Canada coming up. And then after that will be Survivor. So definitely keep a lookout. I'll be popping hi, popping in here and there with all of those shows. Um, and then a couple more projects coming up. So keep an eye out. Just follow me and you'll know everything that I am up to there. Um I didn't finish my homework Jason. I could oh not gosh. find in the Incredible uh, Hulk. No, so
1: Asia. Listen, I'm going to
2: I'm going to have to buy it.
1: Listen, I'm going to have to take a, a separate podcast um out of here cuz I cannot be in the same podcast with you anymore cuz you have failed your homework assignments. I just I don't know You're what stressed. to do. I don't want to. Your
2: your stress is Mark the shock. Yeah, Mark, the
1: shock. <laughs> mark I, I can't, the shock. I can't I can't stick up for you constantly with you not watching <laughs> right. these Marvel movies. Please, I can't stand please. by your side while you constantly not watch Marvel movies. <laughs>
2: right. I'm trying. I am really trying. Um, but yeah, everybody, thank you so much for sticking with us. I did want to shout out one more uh, podcast for reality TV wrap-ups. Um, it's a new podcast out there called Pod Friends. It's hosted by a great friend of ours, Matt Scott. And it's if you've heard of the Terran show, it's very similar, except it's solely focused on R.H.A.P. people in the world of R.H.A.P. Um, so it features. Com- Uh, confessional conversations with the humans of RHAP. If you don't know Matt Scott, he's the co-host of the Wrestling Rehap Up, and it's great. So far, he's done Taron, Armstrong, and there's also been an episode with Mari Forth. I would definitely say go go give it a listen. I learned so much about both of them, Um, and so it's been really interesting, and so he's going to be putting out episodes of Pod Friends every week during the off-season of Survivor, so go subscribe, go follow. Fantastic podcast yes and it's got an
3: definitely. amazing theme tune by will from america hot friends part yes yeah right
2: sketchy makes me think
1: uh, makes me think maybe uh, some other podcast should have some theme music but maybe we'll uh, tackle that <laughs> another day
2: it's all or nothing <laughs> we're, we're just gonna record it let's record it after this <laughs> um but yes thank you so much everybody for sticking with us um and we will see y'all next week bye